Yo, what's up? So, I want to say this week, well, I don't do a weekly fucking podcast. I'm with my friend, Tom, a.k.a. Jordan, my, what, Masukio? Masuccio. Masuccio. It's my mother's name. This is mother's name. I th- what? I thought your mum's name was Brenda. <laughs> no, my mum's name is Yolanda Masuccio. My, my official name is Thomas Jordan Bradbury. And, so. and and his home address and telephone number <laughs> and uh, postcode and personal sort code and bank details are... Oh, we'll tell him at the end. Please don't give that out. Yeah. I'll be attacked. Um, yeah. Tom, Tom is, uh, I'd say, fairly, fairly woke, but also fairly controversial guy. I would, would you not say? I think that, like, for, for my personal opinion of who I am... I'm a fairly socially liberal person, but I also gear myself towards truth. So if something isn't true, I don't care that it's hypothetically compassionate to the dispossessed. I think that truth overrules that. And I think that's one of the problems in society where people think that I'm some sort of Nazi because this I is, value this is truth. Because a lot of people that listen to this won't know who the fuck, like, would just be like, yeah, yeah okay, it's was mate. If you went on on Tom's Instagram or his TikTok, the RIP, which is banned, he got banned. But a lot of people would say you you speak you do speak about like what's mm. currently happening in the world. But mm. like you said, truth prevails. Truth, you do actually speak uh, eloquently and actually logically mm. about a problem that may be two people that are uneducated appear as a negative you 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 take the negative and put an unarguable truth on it which i i i relate to because i'm the fucking same well i try to like i I try my very best to be saying things which are true and i don't i think about 90 percent of what i say is just me honestly speaking truthfully from my heart and the things that i think are valuable for society 10% 10% of what I'm saying is probably a little bit troll and want to annoy people. Yeah, but, but of course, like, man, it, why do you think anyone's got a million followers on Instagram or Twitter or fucking TikTok? It's because everything is done for entertainment. Well, not yeah. everything's done for entertainment, but there's always going to be that aspect. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I do recognize that there is a subset of people who really like the trolling element of politics, and yeah. I quite enjoy it sometimes. Mate. So I think that something that people do is... They will take those small subsets of where I'm pretty much trolling and try and say that's me as a whole, where what I try and do is speak the truth as much as possible. And then I do a little bit of trolling and I'm always on this, like, I'm unsure whether I should be speaking 100% truth all the time as to not taint my image, but I've never really but done the, that. What What I like about the way that you'd like sort of present yourself on that kind of thing is obviously I know you as a friend and I know you as I've known you for years right Mm -hmm. I like the fact that in real life you're not like some people might go fuck that guy he's condescending he's a piece of shit Mm -hmm. he just speaks down he he would take a point that is negative and almost speak at you like you're a toddler make people feel dumb for their views but That's why I fucking love it, man. Because it's like you do it in such a way that that is going to hit that 10% that are yes. going to go, oh, fuck this guy, man. He's a cunt. Whereas I'm looking at it and I know you as a person and we've spoken about loads of shit. Obviously, every time I fucking see you, we, we, we have very interesting conversations. It's not like 
it's not like just talking to a fucking idiot you know what i mean mm-hmm. but i just love how the way you speak on your like t- especially on your fucking tiktoks man it's like every syllable is like yes so when you go to the uh, and it's just like i even i look at that and i'm like i know what he's doing i know yes. what he's doing but also the things you're saying can't be it's fucking it's legit i mean I'd, I'd like to hope that the things i'm saying are well thought out mm. i'm not trying to just piss people off and upset people yeah i'm trying to say what i think is true and there is a element of how i'm presenting the videos which is trying to make people feel a bit silly for their views yeah i'm not trying to make people sad no but that's the good thing because right now you need to, you there's got to be there there has to be two aspects to it there's two sides to every story like whether it's negative or not like the whole uh like in the in the first lockdown when the black lives matter movement happened it's obviously great that you can highlight an issue like racism that's obviously been been inherently put into people for years or whether it's inherent or not or some people obviously are actually just racist but like we were talking about earlier it's like you if you if you bring those matters up which people think they're helping obviously and there's always going to be everyone's going to put it positive oh black lives matter mm-hmm. posting the black squares da, da 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 it's there's there's still that element of like it's not going to stop a racist person being racist they're not going to see a black square on instagram and go okay i should like stop that now yeah which you you would be able to highlight better than I could because I just would fumble my words and go, I don't fucking know. I don't want to get, I, I don't want to get involved in, but you, you could make somebody that is so sort of like pro one, oh, the only option, mm. which is obviously anti-racism, which is a great, mm. it's a great thing. To, it's a great thing to promote. Um, but you could perhaps fucking, I don't know. Just make people think about the fact that it's not actually, yeah, it's not, I don't know. Nothing's so, going to change. So one, one thing about that is I think people have this idea of a social currency which you need to support the right side of history. And if you don't, you're a bad person. So to post the black square is like a litmus test to being a good person in the eyes of the woke. Yeah, but then do you think... So say, for example, I have I have quite a big platform on Instagram, mm. right? And I was getting DMs of people I don't know, that I've never met, that have never met me, saying to me, you've got a big platform, why aren't you, why haven't you posted the Black Square? Mm-hmm. And the reason I didn't post the Black Square isn't because, you know me, man, I fucking collect, I put loads of money into black businesses Mm. i collect Mm. fucking independent rappers records just for the sake of fucking giving them some money and Mm. i love i love all culture the clothes Mm. everything but i'm getting dms i was getting dms saying white silence is violence and it's like you can't expect somebody to to just to just use the platform for whatever but Mm. the only reason i didn't is because i knew that it was going to be not the, a fad is the wrong word. Don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but I knew that that the black that the black square thing, yeah, it wasn't hell. It it, well, it wasn't. It was raising awareness. But how many fucking celebrities did you see post that and then delete it the next week? The thing is, 
what did the black squares accomplish in terms of legislation, this law, social change? Yeah, 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 it seems yeah, nothing. Yeah. Yeah. As we like look back in the past now, it seems to have done quite literally nothing. Like, what can you point to that posting black squares or even BLM as a whole has achieved? The only, it seems nothing. The only, the only thing that is, is good with all of these things is that it's, it, there's a, a very much equal fucking weighted balance of there's the positive of it raises awareness. Mm. Awareness is everything currently, right? Mm-hmm. But people now seem so fucking, so stuck to one path and then the next day, they go bang exactly something else happens fucking who knows what the president of venezuela has been killed or something mm-hmm. and then everyone will go oh here there's this war crime whatever and then that was obviously that racist and, and then, you need to be against this or yeah. you're a racist there's no such thing as being just against racism you have to be anti-racist but also if you it's like why do things move so fucking like social media is great don't get me wrong for for helping push uh, like social changes ideology mm. and and things that could possibly benefit mankind which mm. obviously of course imagine a world with no racism no rape no fucking sexual like, like no sexism it would be it would be it would be like nirvana it'd be great yeah to but, preface this whole conversation i think that i think we both agree that a world in which skin color race ethnicity all these things should be one of the most unimportant things about a characteristic of a human that we should care about at all. Yeah, it, it should be no similar difference. to like hair color yeah. rather than anything else that we ha- yeah. experience more but than But then day. even in the past, that could have been a problem. Say, for example, in fucking World War II, Hitler had the ideology of the mm-hmm. Aryan race and it was like blonde hair, blue eyes. Mm-hmm. And it's like, the fact he even got so fucking far with that astounds me. Like mm-hmm. he brainwashed however many millions of of germans austrians mm. everything to just go yeah okay mm. fuck fuck the jews fuck anyone that's not whatever and it's like how has one man had that power but then now basically instagram has become that power and yes. these things though just move so fast that it, it, it that it does become not irrelevant because obviously the problem is always going to be there but it becomes so relevant and then so forgotten about so fast i agree with that but then this is what I like about you because you post things that are relevant on the fucking day and you'll take the hits, man. You'll take the slating. <laughs> People could go, fuck this guy, man. But no one's ever got an argument. When has anyone ever, other than me, because I can fucking, <laughs> you know I can argue. <laughs> but, we, but we tend to agree with most things anyway. Yeah, so I know. Right. Apart from flat earth. And yeah. also you driving in that lane. <laughs> that really pissed me off that day. <laughs> in context, one Out day. At work, fucking my printer just blew up. Well, it didn't blow up. It just didn't print, did it? And I got I got mad and just kicked it, and it fucking I <laughs> I smashed it up on the floor, yeah. innit? And Tom was like, "Right, I'll drive you to uh, PC World. We can get another printer." And he kept driving in the fucking wrong lane. Most of the people that listen to this are probably Americans. I'm going to say one time. Mm. And then he, he wouldn't admit it. And then when we got back, like it was like two hours later, you were like, yeah, you, you were right earlier. And I was like, yeah. But I feel like I'm the only guy that, well, not the only guy, because people can call people can call anyone out on their bullshit, but I feel yeah. like when I call you out, we're still on the same level, but yeah. you know that I'm not just calling you out because I think you're a dickhead. Well, I, I very much try to, if I am wrong about something, I would like to admit it to the person I'm, that I'm wrong. Like I, I make a conscious effort to not delude the conversation 
to make myself seem better than I am. Yeah. If I'm wrong, I I will tell the person that I'm wrong. If I go back and reflect later, I'll say, I was wrong, man. I'm yeah, sorry yeah, yeah, I fucked yeah, yeah. up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I try yeah. to do that like it's like a conscious effort. I don't want to be right just by like manipulation or... No, but like, that's good though, man. Like yeah. a lot of people don't admit or... Or, or even people that would know they are they are wrong in a situation would never hold their hands up and go, okay, yeah, you're right. But yeah. the but the things is the like what the point that I was trying to make earlier is that when the, when these things happen, there is in theory no right or wrong. Like I I would say someone that wouldn't have for example going back to the blm thing someone that didn't post a black square isn't wrong isn't no no of course right. not. but then someone that posts it as well on the same hand isn't like right they're not righteous or right yeah i agree unless you're literally going okay i'm going to donate to shitloads of like black welfare charities i'm going to buy nothing but from independent black businesses or gonna you know what i mean do do work that goes charitably towards a cause posting something on fucking instagram other than to raise awareness which is great mm. becomes pointless because the news changes so fucking fast the problem i see of this kind of thing is it becomes like some sort of social media terrorism if you don't post a black square you are part of the problem yeah and it's just if you disagree with, what that literally means is if you don't just if you don't agree with my ideology you're racist yeah. So either post a black square or you're racist. And that's part of the reason why I would never do something like that because I don't like the idea of someone telling me what I have to agree with yeah. when otherwise I would be this stereotyped bad person. And I think that's part of the problem that mm -hmm. these people are running into. A lot of people are giving a pushback to it because of the kind of what force they're requiring people to adopt their ideologies yeah and that's a problem because you can't you shouldn't be forcing people into adopting ide ideologies you should be persuading them and that's where, where i try and fit into like i would never try and shame someone into thinking like i think yeah i'd rather to have a discussion with them and get them to come around to my perspective out of good faith conversation yeah like whenever we talk it's not like I'm ever going to try and guilt trip you or anyone no, course, yeah, into yeah, yeah. thinking how I think. Yeah. But that I think that's the appropriate way to have a conversation with people. You shouldn't be for, like brute force emotionally manipulating someone into your thought patterns. You should be persuading them of logic. When I, when I hear you speak about stuff like that, the first thing that comes to my mind is like, say for example, if you go to fucking Oxford Street in London, yeah? And you see those fucking dudes with the speakers and they're like, oh, Jesus is our Lord. And they're like <laughs> reading the fucking Bible to millions of people that are coming out of the tube station. It's like how many people, yeah, in 2021 are going to come out the fucking tube station mm. with their fucking AirPods in that are just on their WhatsApp going to their mates, oh, you want a beer later? And see mm -hmm. some old dude with a fucking speaker mm -hmm. literally yelling the Bible at you mm -hmm. and then go, fuck maybe i found god it's like exactly. like you said if you pushed like but if that dude just went to a pub and got a couple of beers mm -hmm. and just like mm -hmm. found a table of dudes and was like oh do you mind if i join you mm -hmm. and then was like slowly bought in the idea that yeah he's christian oh yeah man like you should come to church one sunday with me then i would be way more inclined to do that shit exactly. than fucking when he's like if you like you will go to hell if you don't yes 
reading passages from the fucking yeah i think that that what you just said highlights exactly my problem with the kind of left-wing activism that is trying to like morally strong arm you into thinking things where if you really wanted people to understand your point you would talk to them in a way that is persuasive rather than trying to force it yeah and also in a way that you could it's not condescending you would still consider their opinion Mm -hmm. you so say for example you were even if you did have very strong opinions on something forcing it on someone isn't gonna isn't gonna make them want to do it but if you yeah if you listen to their opinion and you sympathize with someone else's yeah Anyway. I think that no one disagrees that racism is bad, yeah. sexism is bad, yeah. all these isms that are obviously prejudice. Yeah. I don't think that a massive proportion of the public, at least in the Western world, disagree that being prejudiced against groups is bad. I think that the major pushback that people are getting from these kind of groups is because they're trying to force it on them and they're simultaneously saying, you're racist. You're a bad person. Yeah. You're homophobic. You're transphobic. Yeah. If you don't adhere to these particular beliefs. See, this is another thing, man. It's like, obviously, um, like sexuality and gender identification has become far more prevalent in the past even year, I'd say. Which is, again, a good thing to, to be able to uh, promote and express these things that before wouldn't have everyone would just gone you know in in the 40s someone would just go fuck off like you're you're your man you're your woman yeah but i think that people should be able to be whoever they want but then the problem is that i see is that any problem that's currently an issue so say for example again blm mm. people go why is no one said black trans lives matter and it's like no one's saying they they didn't mm-hmm. but then that becomes a next issue and then suddenly these other things sprout off of other things and then it it just snowballs into this disaster that could have just been like a good cause mm-hmm. even without donations even without even without supporting businesses and stuff like that even just posting that black square like i said it it, it it's mm-hmm. like i people are going to take it people would have taken it off their instagram eventually mm-hmm. but it still raises awareness but mm-hmm. then as soon as they go black trans lives matter then you suddenly got to go oh, i've got to worry about the transsexual community within the black community i think the problem within- you're identifying is like an intersectionality problem which is like people have many different groups they can be put into yeah. right so like maybe black maybe trans yeah maybe you're not that attractive Maybe you're all these different kind of identities that you can be put into a group to and which you can be categorized as oppressed by the status of that group. Yeah. And you can do that to every single person. Without a doubt. Infinitely. Like even me and you. Yeah. Like you can put us into very many different groups. And I think that the intersectional people who are doing these kinds of like, okay, so black people are oppressed, but what about black trans people? And then you can do that endlessly. Black trans people who are gay black black trans people who are disabled yeah and you can do that infinitely and i think that what they're running into is the discovery of the individual and i think that what you what the inevitable conclusion of that discovery is you should treat each individual person as an individual yeah i think they're getting to that and (laughs) eventually they'll get there that can also still raise an issue though whereas 
people like like with uh obviously black lives matter black trans lives matter then you said there's a sub section of like black gay lives matter etc etc that still does bring up the individuality of the fucking idiots that aren't understanding any movement and go but white lives matter which that was never the intention to say that white people don't matter but within this like subgenre under it's like a it's like a like a family tree it could just go on it could go on exponentially mm-hmm. forever but who like one problem just create and social media just rolls a problem mm-hmm. it just it was something something that was obviously racism has and always will be an issue but it creates new issues like instagram just creates new issues social media in general yeah because i think that people are hypersensitized yeah when it comes to social media because it, it, it's 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 an easy platform for people that wouldn't be able to mm-hmm. usually express their opinions to express their opinions exactly. so whether it's positive or negative even the people that are spreading the positive stuff are so are so sort of like emotionally attached to it within their own mindset because they think they're getting to them like i I, i've seen people i've seen people posting about issues politically as well especially recently man that i know in theory that they've never spoken about before they they go okay i could get 50 likes if i'm like oh fuck trump and it's like i've never heard you mention trump before obviously it's not even political people yeah, they're just the jumping thing. on the bad yeah. bandwagon of being political and they're clinging to the quote-unquote right side of history to look yeah. socially acceptable. Well, anyway, fuck all this Instagram shit. We've had some <laughs> interesting other stuff happen. Okay. So I remember what? When I was doing your... I, I tattooed a big fucking eagle and a snake on Tom mm-hmm. and I started speaking to you about gratitude. Oh, yes. And then you asked me about gratitude meditation. Mm. And I've seen recently on your stories, you've been meditating mm-hmm. and you've been listening to audiobooks by gurus, etc. Yes. And today, yeah, we broke the fucking rules. <laughs> yeah, I tell you, Tom, in my kitchen. <laughs> um, We're going to do. Go on, please. Come around. Come around. Come for us. Come, come for, for us. us. Pigs. Yeah, come on. You Imagine we actually just get arrested. Yeah. License revoked. They can't take my license because it's not registered to my house. <laughs> and no one knows where my private shop is, so fuck yo. But anyway, okay. um you said something very interesting earlier, which I actually really uh I I had that point to say about uh we'll get into it anyway. So I was tattooing Tom's fucking basically collarbone and throat today, and you said you huffed almost which not mm. when i when i tattooed your front you were hating life undeniably yeah, right fucking sucked obviously today sucked as well yeah mm. but you huffed one time very very rare to experience in that area normally they're like fuck this shit man this is killer and i just went we'll be done in five or ten minutes and you said to me about your link that since you've been meditating to try and to try and um dissociate yeah no not even dissociate just the fact that you would associate a pain 
in a different way under different mm. circumstances. Mm. So talk about that, man, because I found that very yeah. interesting. So when I say dissociate, what I mean is I'm dissociating the common experience of pain and the way that you conceptualize pain with something else instead. And let, let, let me bring up an example that Sam Harris brought up and I really connected with it. So he says, if you were to go to the gym and you were to do squats, the next day you might wake up with a sore gluteus maximus butt and you might, asso- and might, you might associate that pain with positivity of growing your butt muscles and getting a bigger butt, right? And you might feel quite content with that pain. But then let's take a different example and say, if you were to wake up not working out with the same kind of pain you were experiencing in your butt and then you go to your doctor and say, my butt's really hurting and they tell you that you happen to have a very rare form of butt cancer, you may associate that pain a lot more negatively. So you could have the identical experience of pain and the way that you conceptualize that pain could lead the experience to be very different. So, yeah, and I was thinking while I was getting tattooed, I just a little revelation moment of what I am experiencing right now is the creation of something that I really want and beauty. And I kind of dissociated that pain with the negative connotations that pain usually comes with. And it was almost like I enjoyed the pain. And I was thinking, is it masochists that enjoy pain or is it the other one? Yeah, it would be. Masochists. Yeah. Yeah. Masochists, yeah. I was thinking, there's obviously a state of mind in which humans can tap into, in which they enjoy pain. And maybe I was tapping into that kind of realm. Yeah, but it's like, what I liked about what you said is like, even though obviously it's not going to be ever enjoyable, mm. you're not going to fucking bust a nut because mm. you've had your fucking throat tattooed. Saying but, that, like to be complete, when I was experiencing it, I was almost comparing it to the sense of, okay, I in my head, I was oh, thinking like, Tom buses nut while I was Can I experience you. the pain <laughs> if flipped over? As an orgasm. No. That's what I was thinking in my no, head. No, you can never do that shit. Getting tattooed sucks. But I liked, yeah, I liked, but would, but pre you, because what, you, I, you meditate daily, right? Now, yeah. After, since a couple of months, I've been meditating yeah. daily. But would you have said before that, that you would even, that you would, because obviously, like we've just spoken about, there's two sides to every fucking story. Mm-hmm. Would you have ever considered you know what I mean? Because even me, man, don't get me wrong. I'm, I, I'm, I'm a very peaceful person, and I meditate and shit like that. But when I get tattooed, I'm like, "Fuck, this sucks," mm-hmm. and I don't care about the art. I don't care about the beauty. But would you say that meditating is what has changed that state of mind? One hundred percent. But I've always like been very interested in meditate. I've always been very interested in meditating, and like throughout my whole life, for like the last like. 10 years or so i've had this idea that i can turn off the cold if mm. i just disassociate the cold with negativity yeah and it sounds really hippie to say that but there's been like small blips where i can dissociate the negative connotations with coldness yeah and it's just like this weird little meditative glow that yeah. i feel with my body and it's not negative no. it's just experience yeah because even earlier we were talking uh we were talking about sleep pattern right Mm. i go i was saying i went to bed last night like fucking four o'clock in the morning and to me 
I do that and I don't really have a structure currently because I'm not tattooing. Mm. And you said, and I didn't even really speak about it, was that you would wake up and your 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 um like daily structure or the start to your day would mm. be you said you ha- you would have a fucking cold shell, right? Or meditate and then have a cold shell. Yeah. yeah. So my friend Craig, he does this like breathing technique with a cold shower as well. Is it Wim Hof? I've no idea. It's probably Wim Hof. Like he does breathing techniques and then the cold showers. And it's almost like, like almost like fucking hyperventilating. And it's Wim Hof. Like, 100%. Yeah. Okay. So how like what for, for you? Say before that, if you had I don't I don't know the, the fucking daily structure or whatever mm. before lockdown etc. But mm. if you what made you? go what was the first process that made you think right i'm gonna have my first mm-hmm. fucking cold shower today yeah um well i watched wim hof speaking about cold showers and the breathing techniques on um jordan peterson's podcast yeah on michaela peterson's podcast which jo- which jordan peterson was on and i was like this is so interesting and yeah. i'm just curious how these breathing techniques could actually benefit the body. I was just curious about it. So I started doing the breathing techniques. I've heard Craig speak about it and he says that you can, he he can feel like he's like left his fucking body Mm. and he can like go to other fucking realms Mm. and shit. And it's like almost like you're unconscious. But if I want to get like super hippie about meditation and potentially lose our listeners for a second, I'll, I'll give like a brief summary of, what kind of state of mind you can get to on meditation yeah. or at least that I've experienced so let me give you a little run through of how I like tap into this hippie meditation style state of mind so what you'll do is you'll start focusing on the breath which is the typical anchor of meditation and then you'll start to focus on every single sense that your consciousness can experience and once you do that and it's almost like you are at one in the most hippie sense possible yeah. with all of your experiences. When you tap into that, it's almost like you reach some weird hippie level of balance that is completely subjective to what we can understand as humans, but makes sense as you're doing it. Yeah. And you just feel almost like you're enlightened as all of these bodily senses are in alignment and you just reach this moment where it's like everything feels as if it's correct and it makes no sense unless you've done it yeah but the fact that people meditate and all these buddhists do this for fucking like 10 hours a day i didn't used to believe there's any like sense to it i thought it was just kind of nonsensical but since doing it i think rah they were going somewhere with this it makes sense yeah obviously man I mean, there's entire fucking cultures based off that mm-hmm. shit. But say, yes. for example, what was your what was the, what was your like step process between what kicked it off? I mean, mm-hmm. maybe even speaking because I'm not, you know, me, man. I'm fucking just like, mm-hmm. and then when because I remember you seeming almost kind of surprised when you found out that I was doing like gratitude meditation, mm-hmm. all that shit. Mm-hmm. But then, what was your the step process between mm-hmm. like? starting to do breathing exercises for example to then going i'm gonna have a fucking cold shower every morning yeah because to me when my fucking water goes out and that shit's <laughs> cold i'm like man fuck this shit well i think the first talking purely about cold showers is as soon as you voluntarily go into a cold shower 
and just fully accept that you're going to do it, it becomes way easier. Yeah, but it, I, I understand it becomes easier. But where, what was it? What was the thing that okay, okay, that okay, started you okay. to yeah. go? Oh, I'm going to have a fucking cold shower. Yeah. So um, <laughs> I had a panic attack, and I thought I was going to die. Right. So I rang the ambulance yeah. and I went to hospital thinking I was dying, but I was just having a panic attack. Okay. And then after that, I had a couple more panic attacks and I realized, okay, I need to be more in control of my fucking brain yeah. because I'm clearly so out of whack with my subconscious that I'm having panic attacks and I'm thinking I'm going to die. Right. So I wanted just to be more in tune with myself, I guess. Yeah. So I started doing that and yeah. This has only been the last like three, four months. Yeah, I was going to say, because when, even when we were working on your front, you still hadn't really delved. No, this delved. has been very recently. Yeah. And I'm not sure exactly what's helped, but my anxiety and panic attack proclivity has dramatically gone down. So yeah. it's hard to say what exactly has caused but the help, but... That's good. Like, even when I told you I was doing gratitude and mm. shit like that, it's like even two or three or four or five minutes a night mm. can make a huge fucking difference to mm. the way you feel about things. So even if you have a shit in your, in anyone else's opinion, a shit day, mm. someone could go, oh, Tom's had a shit day. Will's had a shit day. Mm. You go to bed, you think of five positive things. You're going to feel slightly better about even a bad situation. Mm. There's always a positive and a bad, but it's like, I still don't want to get in a cold fucking shower, man. <laughs> well, um, gratitude meditation is my next thing to add into my list. Yeah. So I've, I've been slowly adding things onto my daily routine. So I start with, I'll, I'll wake up, I'll do a meditation, yeah. I'll do a cold shower, I'll drink like a bottle of water, yeah. and then I'll eat breakfast. And my next thing to add onto that, which, to, which is like a daily habit routine, yeah. is to do a meditation meditation sorry a gratitude meditation as well yeah uh, so well. just do it at night man because yeah. then that way obviously you can mm. the way the way that I, that I got into it was like yesterday is yesterday you can't change that yeah you can imagine what you want your future to be mm-hmm. so say for example yesterday i could think oh sweet tom's coming over tomorrow we're going to do a podcast we'll drink some beers you could have texted me in the morning. I could have woken up to a text saying, oh, hey, man, I can't come over today. And I'd be like, okay. So you, even as much as you like to think you can write your future or you can create a situation in the future, you can't. So every day is just live your fucking day to your day. And then at night, just before you go to sleep, you've lived that day and just go, I, don't, I, I, I think I might know what might happen tomorrow, but I don't know. I can't change yesterday. What am I grateful for today? And that changed so fucking much stuff for me, man. 100%. I th- it's like a very common Buddhist idea that the only moment you can truly experience your own existences is this moment right now. Exactly. And to think about the, f- the future is just speculating about what could possibly happen. And think about the past is just living in an existence that isn't real anymore. Yeah. And also... Yeah, I agree with that. Thinking thinking about the past a lot of the time is completely pointless. Mm-hmm. Like, in any situation, man. Like, say, for example, you, you fucking sold your business for $2,000 25 years ago, and then that guy's now got the business and it's worth fucking billions. Yeah. And you're Walter like, fuck. What's, what's the point in, in going and thinking back to that? There's nothing. You just got to think, right, okay, today I've got this, bang, and it's cool. But well, that's... A, a slight caveat on that is like, you should learn from your past. Oh, of course, Like the man. point of memory yeah, is yeah, to yeah. be like, okay, if you 
are a hunter-gatherer caveman human and you walk and you fall into a ditch your memory is designed to prevent you from falling into ditches in the future mm. so like that's that's the purpose of memory to not make failures and mistakes over and over and over yeah, again yeah, yeah. but to live there as if that is some sort of expression of who you are as a person is a mistake that people fall into a lot yeah but I'm glad you I'm I'm glad to see you taking taking those uh steps man and even today like just what you said about the the pain association mm-hmm. with like a positivity and negativity in in a different situation with the exact same pain is super legit man and I'm genuinely like I don't want to sound like arrogant and ignorant I'm really proud of the progression that I'm making with my own like psyche let's yeah. say and like, you've done it quick as well mm. I see. I've seen change in the literally, like you said, the past fucking three, four months, man. I'm really trying. Like, yeah. I really want to understand myself, and I really want to understand the psychology of humanity. Yeah. Like, I'm very interested in these kind yeah, of things. Yeah, but the thing is, with the psychology, like understanding the psychology of humanity, like you said earlier as well, everyone is an individual. Mm. You can try and understand humanity as a whole, but mm-hmm. there could be seven billion. There's, there's seven billion different mind states that even though people can agree on things everyone is but that, that's exactly why you treat every single person that you meet as an individual yeah like you can't make presuppositions about people based on their secondary characteristics like yeah their race their ethnicity their sexuality you shouldn't judge people's characteristic like you shouldn't judge people's character based on those superficial things yes yeah, literally and that's what i think the the more extreme left-wing activists are at fault in doing they are judging people based on these characteristics like white men like men in general Mm. like and they also talk about black people and these more like they talk about trans people black people any oppressed group women in terms as if they're homogenous which they're not no like there are plenty of women who disagree with typical women's issues in air quotes like to talk about women as if they're all the same psychologically is wrong you shouldn't be judging people because of their vagina yeah or even something as just simple and as basic as saying like oh she's on her period you know what i mean and it's like you just assume loads of people go oh yeah she's just angry because she's on a period it's like even something as simple as that is like there's fucking millions of chicks that could be on their period and be Mm completely normal one, one, one caveat here william like i've had many many a girlfriends who have used the excuse that i was on my period because they can i know like they have said it to me i was on my period therefore i felt emotional i'm like okay fair enough i don't understand what it's like to have a hormone imbalance that makes me feel emotional yeah so i trust that you're telling me the truth but then simultaneously you get feminists who say how dare you suggest that a hormone imbalance could affect how we interact with the world yeah i think that's that's an issue because but it, it clearly does yeah according to women that but i've experienced also, i assume according to science because yes. it is proven that there is a yes. hormonal imbalance yes. but it's like just, there's nothing wrong with that yeah like i don't mind that occasionally women will have a slightly heightened experience of their emotions but then that's you've fine. also got to think occasionally probably more than occasionally men just fucking go yeah. like they go to the pub and have a fucking beer and just go mental and it's yes. like yeah okay w- w- yes. that, that's nothing to do with like bleeding out your fucking dick or something man mm. but 
there's no getting away from humans are shit. Yeah. But the argument that menstrual cycles play no role in the personalities that women portray to the world. Yeah. That must be wrong. Like the fact that your hormones are changing does change who you are as a person. Yeah. And I don't want to sound like a sexist saying that because that's how people seem to seem to get that message. Yeah. But I don't want it to seem sexist. Yeah. But, no, but it this seems is what to I'm be saying true. is in is in is in that's like just an example of a of an ingrained message mm-hmm. that's just could be could be completely irrelevant to to say for example you you know like when you see those hair adverts and it's like oh this fucking hair mask is sick my hair feels like fucking liquid gold mm-hmm. and then in the bottom it'll have a little star and it'll go like 72 percent of 50 women agree <laughs> and it's like they've obviously done a test and as soon as it's more than 50 percent, it can become a reality mm-hmm. so say for example you took 10,000 women mm-hmm. who were mid-menstrual cycle and um and you and and you you showed them something that wouldn't usually fucking beef them and five thousand and one of them they'd be like yeah that's majority bang and then Mm -hmm. that's the message that's relayed to all of humanity well yeah like these these sciences are obviously difficult to quantify like i don't know how much women's menstrual cycles actually affect them like is it, how could you ever even know that yeah but the, again it comes down to the, everything comes down to uh, to an individual everything yeah, comes down exactly to, it's, it's like i know girls who they're on their period yeah they don't change whatsoever they're pretty much the same person yeah they've never blamed any sort of like outburst on their periods yeah. or these kind of things but i've met girls who are like it could just be their personalities are like volatile yeah. so they use that as an excuse but then it could that, be that it could be the same thing as like i said to you man if a dude goes to the pub and mm. say for example you fucking buying around the shots and someone's like oh i can't drink sambuca it makes mm. me fucking fight it's mm. like mm. what like if you're if you're gonna be fucking drunk you're gonna be drunk but i guess people i'm fucking, pretty sure that's bullshit by the way yeah of like, course it is when people go oh man like like my friend dora will only drink this serrano she only drinks this Serrano. She won't like. She wouldn't even have a beer, yeah. Because she'll be like, I can only drink this Serrano. Otherwise, I'm I'm fucking. I'll be hungover. I'm before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, she always gets hungover and fucking pukes anyway. But yeah. it's like, how I don't know the whole like when guys are like, oh yeah, I can't drink whiskey. I get aggressive, or I can't drink whiskey. I, or or red wine just makes me fucking pass out. And it's one hundred percent placebo effect. Yeah, of course, man. Like there is one thing. I th- I don't remember the exact word. I think it's um in alcohols which are darker in color there's a thing called don't quote me on this but catechins right are apparently a molecule in alcohols that if they're dark in color they slightly contribute towards hangovers okay that's like the only thing that i've been aware of it's like being more aggressive there's no such thing in alcohol that makes you an aggressive person yeah there's not there's not hormones in alcohol no but then this is like what i was telling you about earlier so i found a rapper yesterday called uh homeboy sandman worst name but he had a video that I was telling you about and it's like a 12 minute documentary and he's got a, a seven and a half foot gap between the roof of his block of flats and the mm. next block of flats. And he builds up to this jump, basically. The song is called Don't Look Down. And the whole thing is about like, if you, if you, 
worry yourself if you get an idea in your head like for example if you're a tightrope walker and you look down you're going to suddenly realize how high you are mm-hmm. whereas if you're just walking in a straight line like you could walk on the edge of this fucking table if this was on the yeah. floor and like you I wouldn't lose your like, footing when i walk on like a curb yeah exactly and i'll just walk along it all fine yeah. I'll, I'll conceptualize it as being like what if this was a tightrope yeah and yeah. imagine you're 100 meters up suddenly it's life or death right mm-hmm. so he was making a point that he knows every day even in situations that you wouldn't find scary like because you're used to for example even just crossing the fucking road right mm. in theory if a car runs a light you can die mm. but because you're so used to doing something and at the end of this video he jumps the fucking gap and then he's like been building up he's yeah done he, it he jumps up yeah. he jumps the fucking gap between the street and if he fell he would die it's like a mm. hundred it's like mm-hmm. not 100 meters but it's like probably 30 meters up yeah enough to die yeah or severely damage yourself yeah. and um once he's done it at the end of the video he's just like fuck man i like i could do that all day now mm-hmm. and as soon as you overcome this idea of oh yeah that th- that could happen or that's happened before and it's like that thing we're drinking like if you say for example if you and me right now drank 10 bottles of fucking whiskey each we'd both be fucked up yeah and i would probably die yeah i mean yeah i'd just probably be like a little bit tipsy but <laughs> In the future, you'd be like, uh, it, you might just relay that to. Imagine that's the first time you've ever had whiskey. You go, I can't have whiskey because mm-hmm. it fucking. Now I'd be of the knowledge that I can drink whiskey and I will not die. Yeah, yeah. but that's how it should be. But then when you see people going, oh, I can't have, can't have sambuca, can't have tequila. Yeah, Th- these people are obviously under the a placebo effect where yeah. they feel like this one association where they drunk sambuca and then they had a really bad night. Do they link those two things together as if Zambuka was the cause of that negativity that they experienced? Yeah. And it's just, people are obviously delusional because the science doesn't back up any of that kind of delusional thinking. Yeah. There's no link between Zambuka, vodka, no, whatever. That's what I'm saying. There's no hormones in, yeah. in, in that kind of shit. Like the only thing that is in alcohol is the alcohol percentage. Literally. Like the other things is like, pretty irrelevant ingredients within yeah, the alcohol like grains and yeah, fucking like, wheat unless you think grains and wheat make you aggressive no mate i've had a couple sandwiches from subway that have made me angry very angry <laughs> i can't lie they've <laughs> cut them shit sandwich artists i'm like fuck off yeah they're not sandwich artists. but talking of alcohol i recently got the fucking jägermeister machine <laughs> people might have seen it on instagram <laughs> but basically it holds five liters of jägermeister at minus 18 and me and tom have well tom took the insight to pour two fucking Jaeger bombs with what fuck is this shit? This is a mango, orange, and passion fruit rock mango, star. Mango, orange, and passion fruit rock star, right? So if you're going to drink Jaeger bombs in the future, it's good shit, man. Fuck Red Bull. Let's have this shit. Clink. Cheers. Right. Which got us into mm-hmm. another interesting conversation earlier about caffeinated beverages <laughs> Yo, can we take a small break okay. if you can pause and then i, I can pause this. hang on okay tom's gonna go and puke probably not puke pee oh yeah pee out his throat like, we'll be okay. back we'll be back yeah. immediately do you keep talking no oh. no no we'll be back in, we'll be back immediately because there's no there's no breaks so i haven't i need to get like a little lift elevator like music bit do, do, but i can't be bothered editing it so we'll be back in half a second pause this yeah okay Tom's just pouring out. I was just, I've unpaused it now. So we're back. He's pouring more Jaeger bombs. 
well, not even yoga bombs. But so we started talking about um, what, like, who the fuck thought of a Jaeger bomb? Basically, this is like I've been obsessed with the Jaeger machine. Obviously, why would you not yes. be as great? Yeah, but then we started thinking like, obviously, back in the day there was fucking red bull only and then like rockstar monster all that shit come about and um it's like when did energy drinks become a fucking thing who thought of a jaeger bomb because it's unbelievably great and then it got real interesting <laughs> i say real interesting people have probably stopped listening about half an hour ago but I think it's interesting. I mean, it's all very interesting. It's the most. It, this is the most like eloquently interesting podcast I'm ever going to do, because usually it's just me by myself reading emails from. I quite enjoy my your degenerate solo followers that are like, I shit my trousers once, no, which I, is great. I'm actually a big fan of your solo podcast. I think you do a very good job of being entertaining without anyone else there. But it's because really I'm reading that shit for the first time. So mm -hmm. to me. I'm reading that email and I'm like, it's like I'm talking to that person. I'm, I'm halfway through the story and I'll interrupt what I'm reading to be like, oh my fucking God. Mm -hmm. But sometimes it's a shit story, literally. But we were like, how the fuck? We could have just Googled this to be fair. I don't know why. That's very true. But how the fuck, yeah. Yeah, go on, get on it. How, how the hell do you decaffeinate a coffee? How do you make decaffeinated coffee? Like taking a coffee bean like you said it's probably a dry roasted thing and they need to fucking break it and whatever but surely the whole point coffee has been has been a like ancient i don't know art almost people you know people that love coffee like it's like fucking yes. if they get a shit latte they're gonna kick off yeah how okay. uh, yeah go okay so the process involves swelling green coffee beans with water or steam so the caffeine can be extracted extracting the caffeine from beans this is done with water solvent and activated carbon what so before they're dried yeah i don't know i don't know yeah but if you say green beans i assume Dude. A, a coffee bean grows as a fucking almost like a legume look i'm, I'm reading this okay. and still not understanding how they do it yeah it's pretty weird man drying the decaffeinated coffee beans back to their normal moisture level okay so in the oh. same sense yeah no wait, I, I think i actually get how I they do it i understand as well what you just said but also in the same sense can you then please google how <laughs> you extract just the caffeine to put into like a fucking rock star or yeah yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah, because surely surely red bull or Rockstar or monster or whatever that would be like synthetic caffeine it might be it might be synthetic but then the ingredient the ingredient let me read the can hang on i could be wrong this whole section is completely pointless. I don't know why we even... But the ingredients in this are carbonated water, sugar, fruit juice... Da, 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 da. Um, okay, so taurine, which I'm still not sure what the fuck taurine is either, but that seems to be like the type thing. This has no caffeine, man. Taurine is a type of caffeine, I think. But this, but this has 0.4% taurine. But if you if you looked up the ta the caffeine levels of a rockstar juiced energy, mm. it's probably fucking high. Okay, right. the beans are washed with copious amounts of water to extract the coffee and other water soluble compounds. Then that the coffee solution is mixed with a word I don't understand how to write or say 
to extract the caffeine from the water. Okay, cool. Okay, so, so the water is what has yeah. it, yeah. Yeah, so they okay, they okay. wash the coffee loads and then the water has the caffeine extracted into it right. and then they put the caffeine into energy drinks, I'm assuming. Yeah. Well, yeah, I was just going to say because the only ingredient in that, it doesn't say caffeine, but it says water, but it says with caffeine and taurine. Okay, yeah. So yeah. I would assume the caffeine comes from the washed. Is taurine like code word for extracted caffeine? I don't know. So... Do you remember that whole fucking rumor? I think it's only because Red Bull was called Red Bull that taurine was like fucking bull piss. <laughs> like piss from a fucking male. Yeah, I heard that. Bull. I don't think it's true. Of course it's not fucking yeah. true. Or like sperm or some shit from a bull. And it's like, come on, man. Because then I, at one point, I was like, I'd heard that rumor so fucking much that I thought, surely not. So then I had to Google like... Because it's not vegan. Yeah, this is it. I literally was Googling like, is Red Bull vegan and shit? <laughs> Turns out obviously it is because yeah. it's just absolute dog shit. But um, yeah, man. Who the fuck? I, I, I fuck coffee anyway. But, although they make a coffee Jägermeister now, man. Have you had that shit? No, I have. It's delicious, man. So have you had the coffee Patron tequila? No. It's like a classic. Dude, man. I haven't drunk alcohol for yeah. ages. I'm drunk oh, yeah. right now. Okay. <laughs> yeah okay this is the difference man <laughs> so like I don't drink anymore. tom earlier went to the shop and got lost and the shop <laughs> is on my road basically and then was like oh i'm a little bit waved and i was like what i'm just this is like this is starters man. i had like two beers and two jaeger bombs and i was yeah. fairly drunk but i just, yeah i don't know man they they do it they do like a cold brew a cold brew coffee again i don't know what the fuck cold brew is Cold brew is just coffee, which is cold. Yeah, but what is it? Brewed cold? No, 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 it's just. Actually, I don't know. But, there you go. Like, See, a cold know. coffee is but, a nice coffee, so don't check shit. But what I thought was cold. Actually, I don't, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. See, but, now we're unlocking all these. Uh, we, <laughs> okay, let me know, tell you. We know so much, but we don't know how coffee works. <laughs> let me tell you why I got banned on TikTok. Can yeah. I tell you the story? Yeah, 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 yeah. Go for okay, it. Okay, cool. So I was Wait, rising. As also, hang on. Huh? Let me just do a pre, a pre sort of. Uh, not a predecessor, but like a. Top, as earlier mentioned, your TikToks are could be seen as controversial. Slightly. But again, you're making valid points. So I to. yeah, but the point. This is what you're because I know why you got banned from TikTok, but. Mm. The the problem that you're about to raise is what is wrong with fucking social media mm -hmm. or any media that you could take a snippet of something and put it in a bad light. So mm -hmm. go ahead. Should we start this conversation by saying we both obviously acknowledge that the that the problem with rape is the rapist, not the woman. Of like, course, the blame to be held is never on the woman. No, 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 so no. So no. before I start this conversation, that is a prefect. Prefix yeah. is important. And also, those clients that go, "Oh, she shouldn't have worn something." It's like, fuck of course, off, retarded. Fuck off. Like genuinely, like that is one of the most illogical yeah. arguments that could ever be made for this conversation. Like, oh, she was asking for it because she yeah. wore a skirt. No, no, of course, it's like ridiculous. Oh, like, and but it's, it is a shame that women feel that they can't wear they of can't course. they like even sarah man sarah like my girlfriend is is outrageous man like love to bits but 
she is just like I love her too. She's yeah, fucking she's sick. fucking cool, man. She's cool. She's so cool. But it's like even she in the summer, if she went out for like a fucking fag or whatever past midnight, she'd put like a fucking heavy like jacket on, mm-hmm. trousers, all that shit. Because as a woman, she feels like she can't wear mm. something revealing or not even re- yes. not even not even revealing. That's the wrong word as well. Just she can't just wear fucking clothes. Mm. Like a dude could go out in shorts and no fucking t shirt yes. on, and they're just like, oh, it's just mm. a dude in shorts. But then this whole thing of like she was asking for it. She was yeah. wearing a short skirt. She was. It's mm. like fuck off, man. Like I wish for a world where. Women could wear whatever they please of course. and they wouldn't be at risk of sexual assault due to it. Yeah. That's obviously the world we all want to live in. Like it's ridiculous to suggest anything other than that. Yeah. And that's, that's my problem when people criticize my views on this topic because I obviously share the same morals as the people. I just think yeah. the solution to the problem is different than what they suggest. But the thi- I think a lot of the time the people's problem with you not you but the way you portray things is that there is no solution to the problem no, no but i think there is there is a, what, there is a what solution. would the solution to that problem be well, let, let me tell you about my tiktok story yeah okay 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 so the reason i got banned from tiktok was for a story that there was a popular meme that says um protect your daughters and it's crossed out and then it says educate your sons and I replied to this meme on TikTok saying that the idea that you can eradicate rape by teaching young boys that rape is bad is bullshit. And but that is also because of it's just ingrained in your mind that you don't rape people, right? Of course. The like same it, the way it's a murderer, social norm. The same way you just know not to murder somebody. Exactly. Okay. Like that's what I'm suggesting in this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In this statement, yeah, yeah, I'm saying yeah, 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 yeah. that. Our culture already tells people that rape is bad. There's no need to teach that more because the people who are committing the crime of rape are fully aware what they're doing is wrong. That, that's my point. Yeah. And people came, people came to me with the point that sometimes rape isn't just jump out of the bushes, violently attack someone. Yeah. But I agree with that. Of like, course, man. Like some rapes are gray areas of consent yeah and i agree people should be educated in those kind of gray areas i agree with that completely but given the circumstance of the recent events with that sarah what's her name yeah i know i obviously it's that sarah girl who got kidnapped raped and attacked by a policeman as well acav yeah (laughs) (laughs) given that circumstance the reason i was talking about like that was that person who kidnapped that sarah woman did not give a fuck that rape was bad no yeah then yeah, they're yes. not going to look at, at, at history and go, oh, yeah, yeah. I know what I'm doing is wrong. Even, yes. the, even the fact that, that she is obviously very unfortunately dead, mm-hmm. that, like, even if, even if that wasn't, a, even if it wasn't like a, like a woman or a, or a rape situation, it's still it ingrained with that individual's mind that what they're doing is fine for whatever reason to but them. I think that in their own heads, they don't give a fuck that it's hypothetically yeah, yeah, wrong yeah, yeah, yeah. according to society. Yeah. Like they don't care that it's wrong. Yeah. Like they obviously hide their crimes because they're aware that socially it's wrong. Yeah. So they know already. So teach, like imagine going to a serial killer and saying, Hey, you know what you're doing is wrong. 
Yeah. They're gonna go, yeah, I fucking know. Yeah. Like I'm aware. Yeah. So the idea that teaching people that rape is wrong, and I'm specifically talking about violent rape, forcible sex is wrong. People already know that. Yeah. So to teach that is fairly redundant. We don't need to be taught that within our society. Yeah, it's just a basic instinct to know that you shouldn't do these things. No one is... Con- my, my friend said a joke. He was like, people sitting in the pub don't just go, hey, John, do you know that rape is bad? And I was like, yeah, that's obviously how parodied this meme can be. Right. People aren't confused about rape no, status of knows, badness. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And, okay, so on this TikTok video the most obscene thing that I got from it was people were... Okay, if, you, if anyone knows about TikTok... See, this is the thing, because when you were telling me this earlier, I don't know how fucking TikTok works. And I'm, I'll tell you. I'll tell a you. lot of my listeners are probably going to be like 30 plus. They don't know what fucking okay, TikTok is. I'll, I'll explain you to them. child. I'll, I'll you explain child. To them. Okay, so I'm not even that young. I'm probably too old to be on how TikTok. How old are you? I'm 26. Oh, I thought you were about 15. <laughs> I thought you just had some okay, sweet yeah. tatties. I, I, just, I look I quite just, young, don't I? I was just using you for your money, Tom. When I shave my face and don't have dreadlocks, I look young in it. I think you look a lot better without dreads. I can't lie. Thank you. So do I. But I, I was interested in change. So yeah. Okay. Anyways, TikTok. So on TikTok, what you can do is if someone posts a video, you can reply to a section of that video and you can cut it to whatever limit you want. So you can right. reply to any particular part of the sentence that they say. So, what I said in my video, replying to the meme of... Um, Educate your sons. Yes, that, that yeah. meme. I replied to it saying, the idea that you can eradicate rape by teaching young boys that rape is bad is bullshit because people who commit, commit the crime of rape are already know that rape is bad. So I said that, right? Yeah. And at least 300 people... Bear in mind, this video got 300,000 views, which is quite a lot for yeah. me. I, I, I've never had that many views before. And at least 300 people individually replied to that video, cutting my video to instead of saying the idea that you can eradicate rape, that teaching young boys rape is bad, is bullshit. They yeah. cut the video to say teaching young boys that rape is bad is bullshit. Yeah. Like how disingenuous and corrupt do you have to be to manipulate what someone is saying to that degree to then argue against them with that kind of like bullshit straw man position but then and say i'm a scumbag yeah, i was no. thinking like you don't even you're not even arguing against my position no. you're arguing against a literal fucking like sexist bastard who i'm not but also all it would take is with with this with this uh like fucking social media hierarchy situation like we were talking mm. about earlier is say that video had three hundred thousand views mm. which is a lot all it takes is one person to comment something and then everyone that comes to your video after that sees that comment and only sees that bit mm. i don't know how fucking tiktok works but could just see you saying that and then go fuck this guy yeah. or whatever where in the same sense that that you could interview like obviously this isn't an interview mm-hmm. it's me chatting to my fucking mate yeah. but say for example i i was this was on itv right now yeah mm-hmm. any any dickhead could cut any part of this conversation and make either of us yes look like a fucking piece of shit like i'm sure we've said things which out of context could be manipulated in a way to make us seem like we're fucking nazis yeah which 
to be fair you're a bit of a cunt <laughs> no you're not i'm joking no, I, but yeah no i i just think i think that i think the whole i think with um the original reason i didn't get tiktok was because i was like too old yeah yeah and everything that i saw off tiktok was like dance trends and fucking people doing voiceovers to movie parts and i thought I don't a lot of it fucking is very care. fucking gay i don't care whoa i don't mean homosexual i mean whoa lame. let me stop you on that let's talk about that i love gay people no man but the point is even like it's like say for example on tiktok someone could say fucking oh tom said oh that's gay mm-hmm. and then someone may take offense which is fair enough but at the same time you're not you're not it's not being fucking homophobic or whatever but anyway back to tiktok i was like <laughs> let me defend this for a second because the way i think about using language like that is like people who who say that's so gay are little kids man and- it was like at school when i was fucking yeah. 10 and and so good. Yeah, yeah, and it would be something that's completely unrelated to sexuality. Yeah. Like so obviously, I understand now. I would, I would never, like, I would never. I'm super not homophobic, and I would never say, yeah. "Oh, that's fucking gay, man." But it's. Like, you would never say that's fucking gay, man. Is in like connotation to something to that is homosexual yeah. people. But, but obviously, I don't give a fuck. No, but getting, you, where you put your penis, do yeah, you but, want? No, but now it kind of gets dragged through the dirt in the sense that like. I can I can understand where like a like a gay community would come from if they were to say we're being used in a negative light, for example. I yeah. actually agree with that. But also in the same sense, in the in the age that you and I grew up in, mm-hmm. you could go, fucking he drinks Jagermeister, that's gay. Mm-hmm. Whatever. But anyway, back to TikTok man. Yes. Fucking I didn't jump on that shit because I was like, it's just full of fucking kids that mouth along to like movie quotes or fucking dance and shit but then there is there is and like you were saying man 300,000 views is a lot of views for mm. you to get yeah, so uh, how many how many how many followers did you get obviously that like 3, that was exponentially higher than your followers yeah oh, 100%. So 3,000 followers the point is as soon as something fucking gathers moss that fucking ball can roll forever mm. until it's a jungle and you end up one video on a profile of a hundred you could say a hundred you could put out a hundred positive videos and one of them gets misconstrued and two million fucking people share it mm. and no matter all it takes here is say for example if i share one video by you immediately on my instagram twenty two and a half thousand people theoretically can see that yeah, yeah, yeah. if everybody shared that their followers could see that, which could be more than a million, like da, 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 million. Da, whatever. Yeah, yeah, like way more. But then it's like you're banned from fucking. I've seen some bad shit on TikTok, like <laughs> real bad shit, yeah. man. I've seen fucking like adult men like licking their lips and talking about kids and shit. And yeah. I'm like, fuck that shit. And then, yeah, all it takes is one mis like one miscommunication. But then that is the same sense now as I feel how just media is going. Hundred percent. Because, like, when, for example, the Meghan Markle and um and Harry situation <laughs> is like a, a prime example of this is so. As much as I hate to admit it, my mother loves the Daily Mail, loves it. It's okay. the only paper she'll read, right? Yep. I, she lives in the Isle of Wight with my dad, and 
when um, I was over there last, it was only last summer, in fact, when they sort of when when Meghan and Harry sort of suggested that they're going to take a back seat from mm-hmm. from royal duty. Almost. Yeah, people didn't like I don't. That. I don't know what the fuck the thing. Well, I don't know what it's called, but a royal duty essentially. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's exactly that royal duty with but, like the phraseology. Yeah. That being but the used. whole the whole thing that had happened prior to that was that England and these people that hold this like false fucking flag to the royal family because they are essentially fucking. I know you put up a thing the other day going, oh, yeah, we, we love the... Uh, uh, she's not a parasite. Whatever. I don't love them. No, 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 I understand that. But it, but but it's like my counter-argument to you. So, for example... Should I say my argument? Yeah, 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 go for it. Okay, so... Because I hate the fucking... I hate the royals. But I've got, <laughs> but I've got a, a reason. I feel I, nothing about the royal family, no, never yeah. mind. It's just that before going into all sorts of numbers and shit, your taxes get lowered by the royal family existing i understand this so like it's not even just tourism like the royal family own a lot of land which they made deals with parliament so they can use the land to make money off in exchange for an annual income for the royal family yeah, yeah, yeah. and this deal was made time ago and if you were to like take away that deal the taxpayer's bill would go up, not down. Yeah. So people but it seem would, to think it, that... But it would be like a, a, an insignificant amount. Yeah, it'd be like two pounds. Yeah. Yeah, but, nothing. But my point is... Wait, wait, before, before that though, like the taxation that, that is insig- insignificant is the amount that would go down for the land yeah. profits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, 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 the yeah. tourism, if we had no more tourism, we would be Tom, paying a lot more in taxes. this is the beef. Go on, This go is on. my problem, yeah. Everybody goes... They bring so much in for tourism, right? To me, or to anyone in the fucking world, yeah. You go to you go to any state in America, yeah. Mm. Americans especially just have this fucking delusion of grandeur about London, right? They do. Whether but why? It, but no, and it's nothing to do with the fucking Queen, man. I don't know about that. No, it's nothing to do with the Queen. They'll go, oh my god, do you know Queen Elizabeth? And it's like, no, obviously I fucking don't know the Queen, yeah. But realistically. London has become, whether it's from royalty or not, and and um, and almost like Commonwealth and taking mm. other, we like yeah. basically stolen yeah. land yeah, <laughs> from many countries. Yes, but um, London as a city now will always have a, a huge tourism sect based off the fact that these people have this this glorious idea of what London is. American, like, if think you look in films, yeah? Everyone's sipping tea and wearing fucking monocles <laughs> and shit, and everyone's like, oh, yeah, that's fucking London. Like, if, if we... Say, for example, we went to, like, fucking... Even New York. New York's a very busy city, right? Probably busier than London, yeah? yeah if you went to New York City and you took fucking, like... New York born and bred dude out that's used to that shit, yeah. And even he was like, Oh, I just want to see what London's like. And you dropped him in fucking Streatham and was like, There you go, that's London. They'd be like, Fuck this shit. But yeah. the point is, they would still want to go to London because there is this, this, this ideologic, like, dream state sense of what London is to people that have but never been. They wouldn't been. want to go there. They want no, to go to yeah, I know they want to go Buckingham to Palace. No, 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 they want to go to fucking Oxford Street. Mm-hmm. They want to see central London. Yeah. yeah, but what I'm saying is, regardless of that, 
London is never not going to have a tourism trade because it's it's such a like it, it's almost like New York. Like I really want to fucking go to New York, yeah, but too. I know I'm gonna fucking hate it, man. You like yeah, I, I mean, think it'd be sick. I want to go to New York too. I want to go to New York because I love sneakers. Do you and, enjoy London? No, hate it. Really? This is I, okay, fair enough. Why, I the enjoy fuck think, why do you think I fucking... I'm born and raised in London. Why do you think I live in fucking Brighton? I, I like London, so... This is the thing, man. People from these ways mm. are like, yo, man, why the fuck did you move out of London? Mm. And everyone from London that I know is like, I wish I could move to Brighton. Yeah. But... Brighton is really nice. Brighton is fair. sick, of course. Yeah, I love Brighton. But um, it's like... I know for a fact... Obviously, New York, in my head, I'm like, sick. It's like... The hip-hop culture is huge. The hardcore scene is massive. Mm. The fucking sneaker and streetwear scene is huge. And that's all the shit that I'm into. Mm. But I know that I'd go to New York and it'd be way... In my head, New York's like a little fucking blip. And I'd just go, oh man, I could go to like a hardcore show here, then walk 10 minutes and go to a fucking hip-hop show. Then, But I know, obviously, New York is huge. It's going to be like London. You've got to get trains. You've got to get subways. You've got to do this and that. Whereas London, I think people it's like my my uh my views on how i would imagine new york to be whereas i know i turn up and go okay i fucking hate this joint it's bad dirty it's like i haven't been to a hip-hop show i haven't been to a hardcore show i haven't bought any fucking shoes everything is overpriced i got robbed it'll be like and it'll be like a new yorker or any american or anyone from anywhere mm -hmm, mm -hmm. think of one country in the fucking world that knows that has the technology to know about various other cultures and cities and whatever i'd say nine out of ten people regardless of the royal family would go yeah i'll go to london it's like a dream of mine to go to london i'm not opposed to the idea but i think there is quite self-evidently a population of people who are going primarily for the idea of the royal family yeah but uh, you're not going to book a fucking flight yeah from say like Australia, actually no, it's a Commonwealth country, isn't say, it? Okay, yes, they probably so, would. So, say for example, LA, the furthest fucking western yeah. point in America, yeah, and go. I'm going to fly for twelve hours, probably with a layover, mm. so probably like sixteen hours, to go for a fucking day trip to see a palace that the Queen did. You're going to go because you're going to go. I want to go to fucking. I think London. you underestimate how much people outside of the UK view. Like a literal real life monarchy. Yeah, but then it's also in the same sense that why do you think, so for example, like I had just said, I want to go to New York and you went, I'd love to go to New York. Mm. Why do you want to go to New York? There's no fucking royalty there. Because of like Frank Sinatra, New York, New yeah, York. Yeah, because of all the fucking, yeah. the cultural background yeah. of New York, yeah. But part of the cultural background of London is the Queen, yeah, but also, is the royal but family. But also London is still, a, is still a capital of a country that, that people are going to visit regardless. The Queen, how old is she now? 96, 92, 93, 94, whatever. Do you not whatever? think that, let's say that the royal family is just abolished. Yeah. There would be a decline. Yeah. Like... I don't and think so. Maybe it would like peak again. What, in tourism? Yeah. I don't think so, man. You know what? If the royal family just ended, maybe there'd be a peak and then people would stop caring so much because there is definitely a subset of people who like the idea of a real life monarchy yeah. living in castles. But then Let, that, but but Let's say, for example, like the French castles, like in France, there's castles. Yeah. There's no monarchy living in them. Yeah, people don't care the about thing. that. I wouldn't be like, 
oh, I'm going to go to France because I want to see the fucking Bastille or some shit, you know what Exactly, I mean? but no one cares about the castles because there's no monarchy living in them. But they're the only castles that I do care about. What? Like, I'm hugely into fucking... Uh, I'm hugely into history and architecture. So for me, as like somebody that's into sort of more of a structure of a building rather than the idea of who the fuck lives in it... I visit palaces that are empty. I go to fucking Hampton Court Palace. I love that shit. I go to Blenheim Palace, my favourite palace in the world. I've been to a lot of fucking castles, palaces. Blenheim, I'd drive three hours to Oxfordshire just to walk around that building. But bear in mind, I like that too. But you, do you, do you think that there are people, and I think there are a majority, who like the idea that there's like real living, Obviously breathing kings and queens? Is. No, but so say for people example. People like that. No, so say for example, yeah. Say you're you're an American, yeah. Mm-hmm. Any state, pick one. Doesn't fucking matter. Texas. Yeah, you're from Texas. Mm. Well, you probably wouldn't give a fuck anyway. But imagine you're like, you you want to go you to London. Mm. In theory, why go to Buckingham Palace? Because the Queen doesn't live there. She lives at fucking Windsor Castle. She lives in Windsor, which is fucking the complete opposite way. It's west. It's near fucking like near Canterbury and Kent and shit it's like I don't know what tourists actually think about the geography of London no but this is what I'm saying is in say for example if if you were you had these stars in your eyes about how London's going to be as an American yeah yeah but they probably go there thinking she lives there and they go see it and be happy that they saw her quote unquote yeah I know man but I'm just saying like again it like if you're talking geographically London if you were American and I put you in fucking Croydon or Sutton You'd be like, oh, allow it. This is whack. To be fair. Well, you wouldn't be like, allow it. You might pick that up while you're there. Yeah, but... <laughs> yeah, okay. What is going on? But I've seen people at Gatwick Airport, like tourists, who are legitimately, legitimately convinced that they're in London right yeah, now. Yeah, that's the thing. Because it says right. London Gatwick. This is what I always... It's so I've, awful. I've said this to so many people, yeah. Imagine, yeah, you're so gas, man, and you spend like 2,000 fucking dollars <laughs> on a flight, right? And you're like, oh my God, we're going to land in London. And you land in fucking Heathrow. Yes. And then they're like... How far is Buckingham Palace? And you're yes. like, like, it's like two 50 hours. fucking miles that way. Yeah. Or even worse, Gatwick. You're next to Crawley. No, but I, like, think, I, think, I think that still, you still would get, it's way easier to get a sort of London vibe. Because I'd say that from is. South London yeah. up, rather than North London down, is no, more of a London experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. this is what I'm saying. Is in Heathrow's past Essex, man. Mm-hmm. But That's so far. Yeah. Poor tourists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And obviously, most international flights would land at Heathrow over Gatwick, uh, like that aren't European. So, like long haul international flights from America are going to land at Heathrow. So, if you're American and you're listening to this podcast, <laughs> basically, don't go to London, don't go to Heathrow. But yeah, long where, thing. where I was going with this was way, way, way back now, almost 18 minutes ago. <laughs> that Meghan Markle situation, <laughs> right? Yes. My mum reads the fucking Daily Mail. Okay. R.I.P. Big Shaz. All the fans she had sorry, for shit Big in her Shaz. trousers. Yeah. I'm sorry. So anyway, um, I was in the Isle of Wight and she had a fucking paper from like a couple of days ago in the back of her car. She's got a fucking, she's got this car actually, man. It's jokes. It's like a piece of shit. It looks like a fucking snail shell. I don't know what it is. But on the back of the fucking seats in the front, it's got like flight trays like on on planes that lift down and it's got a beer holder i I said it's got a beer holder it's got a drink holder i put (laughs) beer me and my dad were in the back with like a fucking pint like but um 
because I'm in the back of her car and I saw this Daily Mail and it was like Megan accuses Britons of being inherently racist right mm. but the accusation part I was like it's not really an accusation that's just that's just legit right whether the people want to admit it or not so my mum goes like or anyone else that reads the fucking daily mail is going to go oh my this is front page news by the way mm. completely irrelevant and people are just going to go we're not inherently racist i'm just annoyed that mm-hmm. harry married a fucking black woman and it's like that is exactly what this article is talking about wait but do you think people are actually upset that harry of married mary markle they are there are like think how no obviously i'm not i think if i was if if i was in his situation i would have backed out of the of the the like role of being fucking liz's grandson and mm-hmm. being part of the actual like hierarchy years ago i'm just thinking like media publications there was so much that was very positive about their marriage yeah there was there was some but, negative shit as well don't get me wrong there's no, negative but, but it's not like it was unanimous that mega mark like the way that people are portraying this issue is like people hated mega markle because she's not white yeah but this that's is, just not but true this is the, no i wouldn't say it's not true because i know like there's probably a bunch of fucking like 50 to 80 year olds that that idolize the queen still for some bizarre reason let let me um rephrase what i said it's not that there aren't people who do hate her because of her race there are obviously people who exist who are doing that but this the media perception of the situation was not fuck Meghan markle because she's black but now but now it's almost like a complete fucking 180 and everyone's going like i see every meme i see is roasting the queen because Mm -hmm. Meghan and harry did that oprah interview Mm -hmm. And no one, I think because no one's ever actually taken a back step from the sort of mono, the monocle state of going, okay, I don't want to be part of this anymore. But everyone's going, it's because this, he's married a black girl or whatever. And then you've got to think, Diana, as much as the people's princess, (laughs) I don't even fucking care. Yeah, but she was married to Charles, right? Mm. Charles completely fucked her over. He was the bad guy in that situation, mm-hmm. right? He cheated on her. Yeah, bad guy. Then I know there's allegations, but go on. Then she started seeing whoever that fucking, I don't fucking know, some dude, some guy that wasn't white. And they were like, <laughs> yeah, no, but, but it was. And then, and then she had a fucking car crash in Paris. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah. But now it's like, I keep seeing memes, which I love, keep them up, saying, oh, um, shame about Meghan Markle's plane crash next month. Yes. And shit like that. And it's like, I reckon if Diana hadn't died under very, in theory, very suspicious circumstances, circumstances yes. yeah, um, that they could get away with doing that again. But now if they did that now, people are too, like, in fucking speech mark woke. No. It's a very good theory. Like I'm, I'm, I'm not opposed to these kinds of ideas. Yeah. I, I'm not opposed to the idea that the ra- the royal family could be overtly racist. I don't know. But then every everything to do with them is 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 so fucking questionable. Suspicious. Yeah. It's like it is. It is. It's like 
Phil's just come out of hospital. Dude's fucking 99 fucking years old. This guy drinks baby blood. Bro. 100%. Also, that dude looks like he died 20 fucking years ago, yeah? He is a walking cadaver. He has come out of a heart surgery. Fine, yeah? Mm -hmm. Imagine putting any 99-year-old, even the anesthesia alone, would be too much of a risk because they go, the the anesthesia, is they're not going to wake up. They're going to die. Yeah. As soon as there's money involved in these situations, why did why the fuck's the Queen so old? Why is Phil so old? Why is Charles so old? Why is every fucking one that's got money in that situation so fucking old? And then I just think there's definitely a cure for cancer. You just pay money. There's definitely a cure for AIDS, but it makes too much money on taxes and charities and whatever. But how the fuck are all these people so old? I completely agree. I to pee. I will do a Jaeger bomb. Oh my God, I'm going to uh-huh. fucking pause it again. Yep. Wait, let's have a quick Jaeger on, on, on air. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Cheers, mate. Go on. Just on air. But I am shocked at Will's bladder capacity. Okay, I've not done one wee today, have I? I've pissed three times. Maybe four, since Will has pissed zero times. Oh, yeah. So I'm just going to wrath here. Thomas has been over since 1pm. Uh, I've done zero peas, but drunk probably like five beers, probably seven or eight Jaeger bombs. I just don't weep, man. I don't know about you lot. But anyway, I'm going to pause this because Thomas probably gone to puke, but I'll be back in what to you guys is like seconds. But to me, it's a lifetime. Right, we're back. Yeah. One. Yeah, I'm fuming mm-hmm. because Thomas bought some fucking crisps and they got milk in them. What's up with that? <laughs> Not powder extract, I'm assuming. Yeah, it's like, wait, what fucking flavour are they meant to be? What, paprika, pepper, whatever? Yeah, I don't know. They, they are a language I do not understand no, how well, to read. Well, they got pictures. These fucking crisps are... They have a pepper on them, so they're probably paprika. They're paprika. Oh, okay. Paprika and cream pleasure is what they're called. <laughs> There's the milk powder because the cream needs Why the have they got like an obi strip as well? This is like a know. fucking Japanese record. Hello. Uh, these crisps, or any crisps in fact. Imagine I asked the guy in the shop, like, hey, I was drunk. I was like, hey man, like, because on their sign outside it says, like, international snacks yeah, or yeah. some shit. I was like, hey man, like, what crisps do you recommend? And he was like, uh, they're all good. And I was like, what yeah. kind of help is this? I'm just asking you. What's your favorite crisp, yeah, man? Like, what crisps are good here? I'm saying and it's that. like they're all good. This is a big. This is a big fucking. This is a big debate. Big, 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 big debate. What is your favorite fucking crisp? I want to go cliche and say, um, sweet chili sensations. They are great. But they're I, really good. I crisps. think. I think. Correct me if I'm wrong, please, mm. listeners, that they've got milk in them. For no reason, though. It's a fucking sweet chilli-flavoured piece of potato. Why why, why put milk in it? There must be something within like the yeah, ability but, to stick flavour to crisps that milk powder Mate, helps. I've had some tasty fucking crisps that need no milk. <laughs> My favourite crisp, yeah, without a fucking... Probably cheaper. In fact, okay, okay. If I had to have, like... Imagine like a hell in a cell fucking like a pay-per-view fight. Like someone's literally going, yeah, whatever, this crisp is cool, this crisp is cool, but I don't care. 
if I had to pay money to see two crisps go back to back, it would be paprika max. They're good. Fucking killer. They're vegan. Yeah. Oh, they're good. But they vary pack to pack. Some of them are so nicely like oil drenched, they're almost see through. I know. And they're fucking just so flavoursome. In fact, I'd say this was a three-way title, man. Like, someone's getting fucked up, bang, round one. Someone's knocked out, and then it's the title fight. I would say the uh, the ultimate three vegan crisps to me. Mm-hmm. No, okay, there's four. Fuck it. It's Dudley Boys. Mm-hmm. There's, a, there's a combo. Would be on one side, yeah? On one side of the ring is fucking Paprika Max with prawn cocktail walkers. I like them too. And on the other side of the fucking ring is chili heatwave doritos they're very good with salt and vinegar fucking mccoys for flavor alone i would say because the fact they even just like you can eat that shit yeah and then you feel like you've just drunk a fucking you've drunk water directly from a kettle your mouth is so fucking burnt up from that shit they are burnt up so flavor wise i'm saying is in like i've eaten bare salt and vinegar crisps don't get me wrong don't don't step to me on that, man. I would agree that the best salt and vinegar crisps, but my palate isn't really that attuned to salt see, and vinegar. Yeah, see, I don't really fuck with salt and vinegar. This is what I like when I uh, my original two contenders were going to be paprika max and chili heatwave Doritos. I love paprika max. I They're love very good flavor. I love them, but also what I like about Doritos is the fact that they're a corn chip and not a potato chip. I agree, and the, they stick to your fingers oh, quite a lot. Mate. And the licking of your fingers yeah. is very satisfying. And there's a lot of there's a lot of like dust on Doritos. Yes. Which are like... Lots of residue on your fingers. However, it's the only Dorito I can fucking eat because every other one's got milk in it. Every no one, way. yeah, even Cool Original. What the fuck is with that? Why have milk That's in a bullshit. fucking Cool Original flavored no, no. fucking corn chip? That is some bullshit. So now I'm fucking. I'm getting kind of. I I only eat one meal a day. I'm looking at these crisps and I'm like, oh, I could eat that shit. Paprika, but they got fucking. The flate, it says flavouring brackets from milk. Why? 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 No, I agree it's bullshit. Like if I happened to be a vegan, I would probably be infuriated with the degree of nonsensical ingredients. Unnecessary and everything. It's nothing to do with uh, the meat aspect. It's Mm. why put milk powder Mm -hmm. in these things that are so fucking irrelevant. Like, like even even some chips and shit I can't eat because they'll it'll be like like the coating's got fucking milk powder or some shit. Yeah. But I'm curious. Do do you experience like adverse reactions to these like small amounts Horribly. of milk powder? It literally, I swear on my life, yeah. Because I know people that are like, oh, I'm lactose. Basically, the only re- the, the the main reason I initially went vegan was because of um my my allergies and intolerances. Mm. So. If I ate, like, imagine even a small handful of those crisps, Mm. it's not like, I know people that go, oh, I'm lactose intolerant, but they'll just get, like, a gassy belly and they'll fucking fart a few times. Yeah, the stomach might hurt a little bit. I will, like, shit bile out my ass. I'll just, like, pure yellow acid (laughs) ring sting, and I'll puke for, like, two or three days. Yeah. So I'll have to, like, take time off fucking work for that shit. So, uh, yeah, no, just, but but then there's so many things. There's like obviously, if you didn't have an allergy, say for uh, I imagine obviously you're not allergic to milk or no. whatever. Imagine you took the positive step 
to go vegan. <laughs> I would argue with that. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you my theory about nutrition based on Oh, yeah, because you did... Well, I'll, I'll, I'll bring this up in a second. But say, for example, you were lactose intolerant, but mildly, yeah? Mm. You would probably <laughs> take the risk and you'd go, oh, I like ice cream, so I'm going to eat fucking ice cream. Mm. It's going to make me shit or whatever. But to me... As like it would like change my fucking day at work. Like you would fucking yeah. die. I'd like lose money off that shit. So, but that uh, I I mainly went vegan because of that. But then when I did go vegan, I it it did make me realize a lot of things that I wouldn't have even considered if if I wasn't lactose intolerant. Mm. I probably wouldn't have taken the step to cut out lactose and then in turn cut out red meat and in turn cut out chicken and fish and etc. Yeah. etc. But as someone, because you you eat meat, right? As someone that eats meat, which I get, I don't, I don't judge. I can't, I'm not, I'm not a fucking me, but, um, I don't know what me means, but I imagine everyone knows exactly what I mean by that. Fucking like judgmental piece of shit. You went through a phase not even too long ago. I swear maybe a year ago that you only ate. I did a carnival diet. Yeah. Yeah. But what, what did, what, what what set that off? I saw a interview on Joe Rogan's podcast Joe with Rogan. Joe Rogan. Joe. With um oh, I don't remember his name off the top of my head, but he's a dude who was an advocate an advocate for a carnival diet which is salt and beef. Yeah, but surely sodium is is historically proven not even whether you have a, a certain tolerance for an amount of sodium is bad. If you have high amounts of sodium in your diet, well, high amounts, yes, but you need sodium. Yeah, obviously. Like, if you would eat no sodium, you would die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the idea is to. I'm not exactly sure why the carnival diet works for some people, but I think the speculation is that for some people it works as the ultimate elimination diet. You've probably seen these adverts on uh, like Instagram and stuff. Where you can send in a piece of your hair. Yeah, for the blood, the yeah. finger prick test and all that. Yeah. Yes. And they'll tell you what foods that you're sensitive of to. Of like 400 allergies. Exactly. Shit, like, so like, on. there's obviously foods that, evolutionarily speaking, some people are sensitive to in some yeah. form. But this is the thing. So say, say for example, you sent off, like if you, mm. as yourself, mm. sent off a finger prick test or a hair, and it came back and it said you had a wheat intolerance mm. to you it would be so minor that it's you would just go fuck it i'll still eat bread i don't care mm. could be yeah but to somebody else a wheat intolerance could be the fucking end of the world yeah, it you know could be I mean? that it destroys their well-being to eat wheat. yeah 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 so like i'm assuming these kind of tests will highlight some sort of relevant intolerance to the kind of foods that they can eat because i'm assuming it doesn't just say like you can't eat wheat yeah. Or you'll die fucking die. Or something. But yeah. then when what I don't understand about those adverts is like when it says, oh, we'll send back 300 plus allergens. Mm. It's like, I feel like that's scaremongering in the sense probably that is. obviously yeah. out of 300 things, you could be mildly allergic to something. I could be allergic yeah. to fucking dust. Most people are and yeah. should be allergic to dust because yeah. it gets in your airways, it gets in your lungs. Yeah. And then you'd be like, fuck, I can't go to... Can't go to Buckingham Palace because Prince Philip lives there and he's bare dusty. He's very dusty. He's yes. very dusty. Okay, so the carnival diet, I think that the reason, and bear in mind, I'm not, I'm no fucking like 
nutritionist and the shit. I just did it for two months and I experienced pretty good results. And the reason I think from my like personal anecdotal research that people experience benefits from it is that it 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 acts as if it's like the perfect um what's the word for it elimination diet so like if you're allergic to anything if you only eat one thing you're probably cutting out all of the things that you're allergic to unless you hypothetically are allergic to meat which is but I feel like that's what happened to me because I used to I used to be able to eat a steak Mm -hmm. like basically fucking blue and be fine and then now if I ate a steak I would be like I'd be a fucking write-off man Mm -hmm. I'd be like acid fucking diarrhea and shit like that again like I I don't think it's impossible that people are allergic to like no but do you reckon you can maybe develop an allergy probably yeah like because like I'm gonna start speaking about shit that I don't, I'm not qualified to talk about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, obviously, there are these microbiome organisms that adapt to the foods you eat. So, like, if you consistently yeah. eat a certain thing, your microbiome will develop to absorb that kind of nutrient. But then, what? Like, when you said you did two months of that diet, mm-hmm. like was vegetable out the question yeah like but then say for example if like science or doctors go you need five fruit and veg a day i'm even i'm bad for that and i'm mm. fucking vegan would what's the deal with that how are you how how are you getting any other nutrients other than like the proteins or the sodium from so i'm gonna start talking in ways that I'm fully unqualified to talk about. Yeah, no, it's fine. Like, okay, cool. Mate, you're on my fucking pot. I'm yeah, course, course, course. Fucking, this isn't Joe Rogan, man. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so like, what I understand about, let's say like scurvy. Yeah. And what I understand about the prospects of getting scurvy is that if you only eat meat, you would get scurvy if you also simultaneously eat a lot of carbohydrate. So pirates, let's say. Yeah. Pirates Just bread and meat. Yeah, okay, so... Well, pirates used to eat this thing called hardtack, right. which is basically flour and carbohydrate. Yeah. It's like they'd mix it together and they'd get this like shit bread, which is just a block of carbs. And they would just like, break it off on a table great. and just, like, <laughs> gnaw it off. So it's just a big block of flour, yeah. let's say. And apparently from my own research, I'm speaking as an uneducated individual yeah, 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 on this yeah. podcast, that... If you only eat carbohydrate, the the process in your body that the process in your body that takes carbohydrate and vitamin C are similar processes in the body. So when you don't have very much vitamin C, but you also have a lot of carbohydrate, yeah. they compete to transfer that molecule throughout the body. Okay, but then say, for example, you're only eating meat, where would you get your vitamin C from? There would be no, there would be no competition for that. I mean, there's a lot of it. Like, if you eat um, skin, liver. Ugh. Yeah, <laughs> a, a, lot of these, a lot of these parts of animals yeah. do contain vitamin C. Fair. But also what happens is when you, de- when you decrease your amount of... When you decrease your amount of carbohydrate supposedly your 
your need for vitamin C also decreases. Right. Because the molecule that absorbs vitamin C competes with carbohydrate to, you know, like, I'm talking about shit I don't fucking understand yeah, yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah. But you yeah. sound like you're about to go vegan. <laughs> yeah. Like, this shit is shit I don't fucking understand. Yeah. But no, I'm that's fair talking, enough, man. Yeah. Cool. I was just kicking off about milk and crisps. Yeah. <laughs> But mate, Let, let's change topic because like I'm radically undereducated to talk about the processes in which, the, in which carbohydrate and vitamin C need to be processed within the body. I don't mate, fucking never, shit. never in my life did I think on the fucking Thompson Talks podcast that we'd be talking <laughs> about vitamin C and no, fucking like, that shit anyway. I'm just, I'm vegan because I'm allergic it? to milk. The reason milk. I think this shit is because. If you think about the human ancestry that most of us are biologically related to is they hunted for animals, they ate fat and meat, and then all of our biological, an- biological ancestry was eating that. Mm. So like the yeah, idea but then that- Also the, the change in population is, was the biological ancestry was like fucking less than a billion and now it's seven, so it's unsustainable to be- constantly eating unless you uh sourced it from like fucking killing a boar in the woods or something to feed Mm. your entire family for two weeks the thing is whatever about that like we can dis we can agree or disagree about that but the fact that some vegans legitimately argue that humans are herbivores no no no, is nonsense like we were obviously we obviously evolved to eat meat and also the fact you can digest it alone suggests otherwise but exactly yeah. Like, that's my only con- criticism with vegans yeah, is that yeah. some vegans argue that humans aren't evolved, quote unquote, to eat meat. Yeah. That's clearly nonsense. Okay. Well, talking of food anyway. Huh? Talking of food anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That we'll pirate. Okay, wait. Bomb. We're going to have a Jaeger bomb real quick. We'll do a vegan bomb. To be fair, they are fucking. In fact, they better be vegan. I haven't even checked. Let's just assume. But anyway. That pirate shit you were talking about, with the fucking flour and that, how much would that slap in an air fryer? (laughs) (laughs) So for anyone that's currently listening and that really avidly follows my Instagram for no reason other than I have this weird cult following, I cooked some oven chips about two months ago. (laughs) McCain's. Fuck you. Mr. McCain. Yeah, I know. There's literally still croquettes in there. Thomas has taken out my air fryer and there's literally two croquettes in the fucking air fryer from like... Because I was drunk the other night and I was showing my friends and it was great. But McCain's claim you can cook those fucking big boy fat fucking Weatherspoons oven chips in 25 minutes in your oven. No, you cannot. Every English person i don't know what fucking american ovens say yeah i've got a fucking fan oven so in theory it helps cook quicker yeah, yeah there you go quick my they fan oven quickly i just i don't care what temperature it tells me to cook out i'll put it on like 220 yeah and i'll bang it on and i'll always add like at least 15 minutes if it's a potato product the air fryer so i just put up a story like someone like a dragon's den invention make an oven chip that can actually cook in 25 fucking minutes because i've got mccain shit and i've got it out and they're just like wet hard i don't know what i got the air fryer you've got an air fryer right 
Yeah. So many people. Someone like I'm talking like it wasn't just like a couple people. It was like a significant amount of people, even people I didn't know, replied to my story saying, "Get an air fryer." So it was my birthday. I remember the story. Yeah, it was because like, that's the around about the time pole, when I got an air fryer. Yeah, because then I put up a poll saying, "Oh, should I get an air fryer? Is yes. it worth it?" It was like that's when I got one. Yeah, it was like a fucking hundred percent yes, and. My sister bought me one for my birthday and I'm not going to lie. Like, look, look at that. Like, so obviously Tom can look at this. You lot can't. It's got no fucking temperature control, but it's just always at 400 degrees. Like the second that shit goes on, it's immediately hot, right? I can cook a fucking McCain's oven chip in that shit in 15 minutes and just brown the outside, Mm -hmm. fluffy in the middle. Yep. Those croquettes though. Oh my God. So anyway, how good... I don't even know how we got onto this, but how fucking good are air fryers? My air fryer is actually superior to yours. Of course, yeah. Because I mine does that. temperature as well. Yeah, yeah, it does yeah. time yeah, yeah, and temperature. Yeah. So it gives you a selection of like, it gives you like chips. Yeah. Like chicken wings. It gives you steak. It yeah. gives you loads of different options with little pictures on them. Yeah. So I, su- I suspect mine is like the superior version of yours. And I have nothing but good things to say yeah, about I've, it. Yeah, I've, because I've, I've, I've um, had friends so far and... Obviously, the tray on that's quite small. That's like a single person yeah. or a two-person Mine's household. only a little bit bigger than that. Okay, so cool. I've seen ones that are like 12 litres. Like, you can cook oh. a whole fucking roast chicken in that yeah. shit. Yeah, whatever, yeah, that's yeah. big. But if I start, I've been looking at on Amazon, like, yeah, fuck, yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna get a bigger air fryer. I can do like... But I've noticed some things, yeah, it is shit. So like I said, I said to Tom earlier, I want to make Jordan. a story highlight, Jordan. Um, that I want to make a story obviously all my story highlights are dog shit I'm like I'm I'm the least professional tattooer in the world I love it yeah I mean why not but I want to make a story highlight just called will it air fry and (laughs) any anyone that's listening to this right now if you don't have an air fryer and you're wondering if something will air fry, please just DM me and go, hey, Will, uh, can you air fry whatever? You know, Can you air fry a grape? This is what I said. So earlier on, I so my girlfriend has a five-year-old daughter and she stayed at mine for a week. And uh, Sarah, who's my chick, bought some fruit to have in the fridge. It's still in the fridge. Obviously, we didn't eat the, eat the fucking fruit. <laughs> and... Uh, I was like, shit, when her daughter left, I was like, oh, should we see if we can just see what happens if you air fry a grape? In my head, yeah, obviously you know the result because I told you, but pre that, what would you have expected a grape to have done? I would have thought it would become a raisin. Yeah, it would, it would, you'd think it would dry out and go small. Mm. This shit went rock fucking hard. I'm talking like, imagine you shake up a can of beer and it's unopened, like you can't even push that pressure. Yeah. It was like that hard. And just boiling hot. And that was like 15 minutes in the air fryer. So, in the same sense... Sounds like a horrible, horrible grape. I didn't eat it. I just wanted to see what happened. But then I thought, oh, sweet, man. Like, I'm just going to see, like, will it air fry? So, the other night, me and Sarah were doing dinner. And um, we just bought bare veg, like, fucking cauliflower, sprouts, parsnips, potatoes, all that shit, yeah. And I love sprouts. Love Brussels sprouts. I like sprouts as well. Love sprouts, but because when you do them roasted in the oven, they sit in that oil. 
so they stay moist. The only thing I've had that's bad so far, not bad, but that wasn't to a, an oven standard or higher. Really? In the yeah, which is the sprouts, man. I cut them in half. So I I took their outer leaves off, cut them in half. I put like I dri- I did still drizzle them in oil, even though it says don't. I oil. do that as well. Yeah. I um, I put some garlic salt on them, some fucking uh nutritional yeast. that's like all whatever. Really? Yeah. I'm, I'm surprised that Brussels sprouts suck in that. Cause... Man, and uh, no, they didn't suck, man. Don't get me wrong, but they were like almost too crispy. So the <laughs> middle, but but the middle, it's like it's like all the moisture had just been fucking sucked out. Mm. So they tasted great, and they like had a good texture on the outside but you know if you like if you oven bake a sprout it's like nice and moist and mm-hmm. wet and ooh, mm-hmm. oh, oh yes oh i took that shit out and it was like eating a fucking eraser it was like eating a rubber at school it tasted nice. it tasted fine though don't get me wrong but a very tasty rubber yeah so i would say get an air fryer but just do potato shit like yeah hash browns croquettes bang if Jack you're not potatoes. a vegan Chicken wings go very well. Yeah, but I so I I actually thought about this in my own head because that hasn't got a temperature setting. I thought if I if I were to cook whatever, you know, like a chicken wing mm. from raw, mm. I'd be so terrified that it's not cooked all the way through because it does cook it so nicely on the outside mm. that if I bit into it, I'd be like, I'm either going to dry this chicken to shit and it's going to yeah. be like I'm eating a fucking sole off a Nike shoe, yeah. or it's going to be raw and I'm going to get a salmonella. Well, my, my air fryer has like these options where you can pick like chicken drumstick or okay, steak okay, okay, or okay. all these different options. So what I've noticed from my air fryer, it seems pretty on point. If I, if I pick chicken wing, it comes out perfectly cooked to the chicken wing. Yeah. So it, it seems fairly perfect according to my air fryer at least. So like if you're going to get an air fryer, pick one that has settings for whatever types of food you want to cook and then yeah. you'll get good good cooking but also if you're woke and want to buy an air fryer then you don't pick this one because it has a chicken wing on it yeah you know get something that's sustainable for the future you know yeah unlike murder yeah and murder animal. is bad <laughs> murder and rape it comes down to the same shit we've gone full circle and now we're... Yeah. i condone raping cows by zero degrees zero but you still eat milk I don't. Do you not? Very rarely. I don't really drink milk, no. I mean, you're eating... I'm so jealous I can't eat the crisps. They have milk powder on them. Yeah, but you wouldn't... Again, it's an irrelevant ingredient. Why the fuck would you put milk on that? Let's have a Jaeger bomb. Let's have a Jaeger bomb. Okay, so we're probably like... I'm more concerned about the energy drinks that I'm consuming right (laughs) now. Because I don't sleep till five o'clock anyway. Nearly fell over. Tom literally nearly just fell off his seat. Um, yes. Oh, he's pouring another one. He's we're doing more Jaeger bombs. Make them. My favorite thing about what what what's happening right now is I'm watching him pour Jaeger bombs out of my machine that I turned off because the fan was too loud. So it, we haven't even got warm. We haven't even got cold Jaeger. Tom, there's a rebel on the side. I don't know if it's got anything in it, but I'll gladly just do a shot to be honest, man. No, don't worry about it. I've had enough of that fucking... That taurine shit, man. I've had enough of that taurine, bro. Right, let's just let's just do it. He's poured it. We're gonna, come on. We did it again? Yeah. Fucking hell, I'm going to be so drunk. Go. Mate, he's going to do it right off. My sofa's always yours. 
Thank you. Ugh. I've always thought about being on William's podcast. Thought, I've always wondered you, how many times have you spoken about this though? Probably about seven times. But do you know what's annoying? Yeah, mm-hmm. is that obviously I only started this podcast within the first lockdown. Yeah. So I've not had an opportunity to have like my friends on or guests. So usually they're like maximum an hour and not not that not much interesting is said, but like I just read emails or I just read DMs or uh, whatever. Yeah. It's like rare to have a friend on and we're already at an hour and 55 minutes. Shush. And I'll put, I, I don't edit shit. Yeah, I'll just put that. this out. Yeah, yeah, of course. But it's like nice to have someone on, but at the same time, I'm, it's like I've, I wouldn't do a podcast with you forever. Yeah, me too. Because you and I are very similar in our mindsets. Mm. Very similar. And... But not similar in our like belief systems like we don't have all the same thoughts no but we have like a overarching belief structure that's like geared towards truth let's say yeah, yeah, yeah. like you would never do something out of Logi- hypothetical compassion com- hypothetical compassion you would do it out of this is true and this is what i believe is right and also just logical sensical yeah. thinking that's what I mean. Like yeah. logical, sensical thinking so is you, the primarily primary goal for me. You and I in the past have disagreed on loads even, of stuff. Yeah, but at the same time, I don't know anyone that I could. So obviously, most of my podcasts are just like comedy, chat mm-hmm. shit, whatever, whatever, whatever. Yeah, this one is the most serious. In really. Well, yeah okay. well it is because we, we we've been talking about actual issues and mm. stuff like that mm. but i wouldn't want to do it with anyone but you thank you william i could I talk re- to you obviously i really love this no so do i man and i was i'm not gonna lie man i was quite like not worried but i was thinking oh fuck like what if tom says he fucking hates women no 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 no, 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 no. not even that not even that i was just like thinking oh this is this is either gonna be like it's gonna have a natural flow which obviously we've achieved or it's gonna be like i'm gonna be questioning you and then having to defend (laughs) both of us on something you've said also hang on i'm farting i'm gonna fart into the mic okay so like hang on (laughs) oh my god no, nope, failure. No, 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 no. no. Right. It came out, but it was so, like close to close to shitting Will acid. stood on his stool. I did, and pointed oh, his smells, anus towards the microphone. It smells like a baby shit. Failed. You know, there's like that primary school Awful. when when someone shits their pants in. Pri- I, this is such a niche fart smell. Awful. You know what? Yeah. Awful. Carry on. Awful. Carry on. Anyways, like my main concern is that people may misconstrue my kind of perception as like a racist sexist but this is why point of view this is why i wanted to have you on yeah this is why i love to have you on this is why i love to Mm. speak to you when i tattoo you i don't feel like i'm at work i feel like Mm. i can have an actual like adult intellectual conversation Mm. with a human that's how i feel as well by the way thank you so instead of being like obviously i tattoo hundreds of fucking people Mm. Uh, some people I will just like go, okay, I'm tattooing so-and-so. So say, for example, you. Imagine you and I didn't weren't, weren't like, not friends, because I, I get on with everyone on tattoo, but we, we weren't like uh, tight in a sense that we could hang out. 
Yeah. Or I would go, I would love to, I would love to speak with you and put it out on the fucking internet for it's any country. It's like a neutral here. guy yeah. who you could have like basic. Yeah, but, it's, but, but it's not even a neutral guy. Like, this is what I'm saying is mm. in like, as my job, I meet new people every day. Some people I love. I assume the majority of conversation you have is small talk. Most of it is like, oh yeah, we how how was like how was lockdown, especially yeah. recently. Oh, how, how was that first lockdown? How was this? How was yeah. that? People ask me, oh, like, did you get the government grant? All these yeah. like like just and bear in mind deliberately. I try not to talk to you about things that I think you've obviously spoken about. But also, times. I could still happily speak to you about. I don't. I don't yeah, think, of course. Yeah, because yeah, I I'm know assuming you. you give me like a different take than you do to like yeah, yeah the general person. Yeah, but the general person obviously don't get me wrong, man. I I am so like Great. so lucky and grateful. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, to have the job I have that I meet new people every day and and I just get to experience so many different forms of life mm. like whether i like it or not which i very rarely don't like don't get me wrong i'm not saying that like i tattoo people and like what a fucking dickhead yeah fuck that guy this shit's making me so happy yeah no 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 <laughs> but i'm just like i'm just like sometimes i'll tattoo people don't get me wrong i'm very grateful for what mm. i do very grateful I understand that like I can drink beers at work I can fucking listen to hardcore I can listen to hip hop I can listen to what like do whatever at work Tom's looking at his beers he's like they're both empty <laughs> he's opening my fridge those brew dogs are alcohol free so don't worry about it. no they're AFs Dora fucked that up so at is a Dora Violet no and the man there's beers in there is there not, not. there's a London Pride at the top that's, that's Terry um, some of my customers, man, it's like, I love everyone that gets tattooed by me, don't get me wrong. I'm so appreciative of my job being so easy. Not easy, obviously, the skill-wise, not easy, but it's in, like, lifestyle-wise, it's so great. Like, I met you through tattooing, yeah. right? And now you're my friend. I could... Can I give you, like, a little caveat to this, like... You've developed skills in which have led your life to be somewhat easier than someone who has to like grind all the yeah, time. Yeah. Like you have skills that yeah. are like you can't just replace you. Yeah. So like you but, have skills. But at the same time, it's like, say, for example, I worked in an office. Yeah. And you worked with me or you were even my boss. Imagine you yeah. were my boss. Yeah. Yeah. And I'd go, okay. Like, I really get on with him. Uh, what's the boundary of, like, professionalism and do I want to go for a fucking beer with this dude? Mm -hmm. But I've realised now <laughs> that... Fuck most, all that shit. Yeah, not even, yeah, not even fuck all that shit, but most people I tattoo, I would love to go for a beer with. Exactly, like normal humans. Yeah. But, like, right now, you and I, man, we've been speaking for two fucking hours, yeah? Mm -hmm. And it's not forced. Nothing is forced. I could have you over. I could have you over and not even tattoo you, and we could eat food, drink beers, chat shit, mm. not even record it, and I would have a but, fruitful but, conversation. Yeah, but if I didn't, if I if I didn't tattoo, I would never have met you, man. Mm. And I'm so grateful for that. But at the same time, gratitude, gratitude, man. Yeah, boy, gratitude. But at the same time, it's like. 
I feel like I need I need to say this. Yeah, is that I get a lot of people text me mm. right right now. Let me check my phone. Probably like you can four hundred. No, 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 no. You can back me up on this. So look, right. I've got how how what's that number? Six hundred and sixteen. That's six hundred. But that's my iMessages because as soon as you open WhatsApp, it goes to zero, right? Yeah. So then imagine I open a WhatsApp conversation. You have like so, a thousand messages. So I go to mum. How many is there? Two hundred twelve. Two hundred twelve plus six hundred sixteen. I've got eight hundred and twenty-eight unread text messages. Yeah. And to me, I've never really spoken about this publicly, and I would love to right now, is, is that uh, obviously I've been tattooing for 13 years. It's a long time. It's a long time. It's a very long time. Mm. I don't, I personally, and, I, and, and, and I, I have voiced this before, I don't fucking care about tattoos. I don't I don't watch tattooers and go, oh, I wish I could do this and that. Whoa, bro. No, I just look at fucking memes and fucking skateboarders yeah. and fucking, you know what I mean? Stupid yeah. shit that I love. And even today I show you videos. I'm like, oh, my God, how funny is this? And it's yeah. irrelevant to tattooing. Yeah. But I've got 800, 828 messages right now that, I've ne- that I haven't replied to. From people who legitimately just like really desire you to tattoo them. Yeah, and 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 again, I'm so grateful for yeah. that. Yeah, of course. For of that, course. for that thing. But to me, 818 people individually that want tattoos. Say if they started a sleeve, and I tattoo them every two weeks, and then two times 818 is fucking 1,636 mm. people. Mad thing. That's like five. That, not five years. That's like four years of mm. constant cycle of tattooing the same people again and again every two weeks say if i start a back piece i start a sleeve yeah so i I think that's part of the reason that we are like closer than potentially could have been because i started getting tattooed by you every single week yeah no not even that though but it's just like people that want to want to get tattooed by me that are waiting on a reply or waiting on whatever and think that i'm a fucking dickhead because and now send a question mark or some shit it's like I'm not Fuck ignoring you. that, but yeah, no, no. I would think that. No, Fuck no, you. No, but I wouldn't think that because obviously Sorry. to me, man, that's like, I don't even like my fucking job. No? No. That's so sad. But I've done it for too long. So sad. I've done it for too long. But it's like, I don't I don't necessarily <laughs> go, oh, I love that. But at the same time, it's like, I can't please 800 people because that's, that's literally four years worth of tattooing. Man, I want to cuddle you. I mean, yeah, cuddle later. Cuddle later. In the headphones, it sounds great. <laughs> but it's like, I get a lot of angry people being like, oh, did you not fucking, like, oh, I hate to push it, but like, where's this? And it's like, mm. in theory, I could tackle 30 people on loop every month because mm. I know, it, like, say, for example, you, I've done fucking shitloads of tattoos on yeah. you, right? And whether you're, you're obviously now my friend over a client, 100%, yeah. uh, I would gladly see you every every day let alone every fucking i get to see you once a month thank you william no yeah i get to see you every yeah. month for for business but we would hang regardless and it, yeah. what did i say earlier you are the cheapest fucking you're the cheapest person i tattoo <laughs> so i tattoo mate i tattoo tom 
for what <laughs> how long ago i did your I ditch like fucking cheap tattoos no but from William. but this is there's a reason to this as well i'm very this and it all comes down to appreciation it is i tattooed your ditch how long ago what 10 eight years Dude. nine years oh the little ditch of my arm yeah Dude, that shit was like 60 pounds. Yeah, but no, it's well, how long ago was that? Like, that's when I worked it. Yeah, yeah, 10 years ago, right? Yeah. So I tell you this fucking guy, I don't give a fuck. I'm obviously nice. I'm sure I don't know how you remember that long experience. Time ago. I don't even remember that shit. Can I tell so, you how I remember that? Yeah, go for it. Man. I remember, this is the first time you tattooed me, right? I remember thinking, because Gavin is there. And I was thinking, was he? Yeah, he was there. What? Gavin is there. I remember that. So he was sitting there chilling. Yeah, yeah. And I needed two pounds for my parking because mm. I was like broke as fuck. And I was like, yo man, can you like take off two pounds? Can you give me two pounds out of this 80 pounds so I can get my parking? And you're like, yeah man, no worries. And you cuddled me. And I was yeah. like, oh, he's but such a well, nice guy. This isn't because like, I feel like, <laughs> right, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna be savagely honest yeah. here and just say that so many tattooers a fucking cunt. Assholes. Like, like... Adrian Wilde. <coughs> <coughs> oh, oh, mate, I think I swallowed the hair a little. Oh, my throat tattoo is chafing me. <coughs> yeah, but anyway, so, um, if you don't know who that is, it doesn't matter. No. But anyway, I hope he hears this. But me he, too. uh... Fuck you. No, not he. Who? Not uh, he. Who? What? Why? Uh, well, why? Like <laughs> but it's like, the simple fact that, like, that tattoo don't get me wrong is like it's blown out fucked yeah <laughs> uh but but at the time that was what was that your first tattoo no it well it was like it was close to though yeah. yeah yeah and it's like now i can speak to you as a as just a human being mm. mate we've been like this isn't a forced conversation we're yeah, having no, no. By no means. Also, you turned up at one o'clock. You, you've been here for fucking six and a half hours. Yeah, boy. Like, the fact that you, you we, we didn't, we, I tattooed you and then you didn't contact me again for a tattoo for however long, probably what? To be fair, I was fucking broke. But. No, but it's not about that. It's just like, it's like at the end of the day, you ended up trusting me as whatever. Yeah. It's like, I have that same respect for my customers, mm. which I think a lot of tattooers don't I, I think a lot of tattooers are just so fucking ignorant to the to like real people's situations so say for example like I'll tattoo you for fucking four or five hours and I'll go oh, it's, 100, it's 120 quid every session you have which is lovely for me by the way no of course but at the same time it's like I don't feel disrespected by that yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah because exactly. because i know that you respect me and i yeah. respect you but the amount that every every everyone that's my best friend mm. everyone that everyone that's my friend now is people that i know purely through my job mm. i hate to cutting can i say that i fully recognize that the way that mine and will's relationship has unfolded benefits me in a way that is like i fucking love will yeah. and i get tattoos like extraordinarily extraordinarily cheap comparatively to the rest of the population 
and it's because me and Will are friends. And it's just like, I fully appreciate that but to then, the extent which it deserves. But it also comes down to the fact that it's not the... Um, it's not that, like, I'm giving you a cheap tattoo because you're my friend. The The point is that I'm trying to make is that, basically, fuck tattooers, yeah? I agree. I'm not set... I, if, if if you were a customer mm. and I'm and even if you came to the and even if you came to the fucking tattoo your first tattoo imagine when you're 18 and you're like yeah that, that guy was cool man he fucking gave me a beer and we chatted shit and whatever when you're 25 I could still go oh by the way my prices have gone up to fucking 10,000 pound an hour yeah, yeah that's when I'm just like whatever but I'm so aware of the fact that unless it was people like you when I was tattooing early doors, because I learned to tattoo in my mum's kitchen. I just taught myself. Yeah. Which with, is what happened to us, yeah, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But without people like you or without people like my old uni friends or like like people I used to live with and shit like that, it's like I wouldn't be tattooing. But a lot of tattooers have this attitude of like, I'm greater than thou. You know yes. what I mean? And it's like, fuck you, man. But all my friends are just people I've met through tattooing. Mm-hmm. And I respect that that sort of like uh not a price point because it's not a price point but like, i think it's like a respect thing yeah like like say for example my friends that when i first started tattooing in my mom's kitchen and i was doing free tattoos if they came to me now i'd give them a free back piece free leg sleeves free whatever yeah, yeah. because without them i wouldn't be who the fuck i was yes. and like you needed and them. without what like literally how long ago was your ditch like, Dude, that was like six years ago. Six years. I've been tattooing. For, yeah, so that was like halfway. I was only still halfway in. I'd just yeah. gone to you Brighton. You were fairly new. The only yeah. reason I knew about you was from um, Billy Powell, Sam yeah. Bolton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So without Sam Bolton, so for example, the Sam Bolton link is insane. Yeah, it Sam Bolton's like a linked up guy. So so um, obviously now I live in Brighton. Yeah, and he's pretty linked up in Brighton. Yeah. And don't get me, and again, Sam Bolton is a friend over a customer. 100%, a friend. I like quite, I, I quite like Sam Bolton quite a lot. Apart from he doesn't reply to me anymore. Mm, I tried to, yeah, tried but, to talk to him, he reply to me. But then you got to think, I've got fucking 800 messages. People yeah. think I'm not replying to them. If Fair I, enough. so it's so, what, literally, you texted me a week ago saying what time? Today. Didn't see me for a week. Fair and, enough. No, 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 no. But yeah, no, I saw it, but I was just yeah. like, I know that I can text you last night and say, yeah, come for one and you'll be here. Let me send a message to Sam Bolton. Sam Bolton, if you want to have a conversation, I'm always happy to do so. Sam, Tom's, Tom's trying to fuck you, man. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, let's do a podcast with Will and we'll have a oh, proper you know good what? conversation. That would actually be a sick podcast. Because yeah. that dude can fucking, he's just, he, as well, he's like, he's the kind of, he's like you and I, he doesn't give a fuck what people think, but he is very smart. I, I agree. Sam Bolton's like a legitimately smart person who has opposing beliefs to mine that I would be very interesting in sorry very interested to have conflict within conversation with yeah but, I you, would know, like that. but you know there would be no beef there would be no beef I would it very would be, much it would hope be... so. no I don't I don't think so man like when I've okay so when, when I've spoken to Sam I've always sensed that there's no kind of conflict I've yeah. always had good conversations with Sam but while I was um talking to him like privately messaging him messaging him on his stories on instagram at some point he took away his ability to have private messages i was just thinking is it possible 
that it's because he's annoyed at me. No, but I know a lot of people like that can choose story by story that can choose you can reply to this story or yeah. not. Mm. So if you're advertising something, say for example, if I have a swipe up to sell a fucking t-shirt, yeah. you can't reply to that story. Yeah. Just like bang. But I could I could choose not to or to yeah. have a reply. But I I don't I don't give a fuck. But I wouldn't say that, man. And Okay, so let me tell us like my paranoid thinking was concerned about I was concerned that Sam stopped his private messages because I would like this is quite a long time ago. Right. I would very regularly message him and give him criticism for his like what I viewed to be yeah, yeah, like yeah. woke yeah. views. And yeah. I would like constantly talking about but I never see that on Sam's stuff though, man. Bear in mind, he was very, very like uh non biased and you would have me like yeah. good conversations yeah, and all yeah. these kinds of things. I I have nothing bad to say about Sam. Yeah. Apart from the fact that I feel like it's a potential this is completely biased yeah. that he might have turned off his reply system on Instagram because I would constantly berate him. Yeah. Like, I don't know if that's true. No, well, but who knows? it felt knows? like that to me. Like, I don't fucking know. But like, just going back to even mm. Sam Bolton and... I love Sam, by the way. I think he's a nice guy. No, he's a lovely guy. Yeah. I, I, I like, I don't know. It's obviously... I could speak to 10 people and they could all go, Sam's a cunt, but I, yeah. I, I love the cunt. Generally, he's, fuck he's them. Because I yeah. quite like Sam. No, but it, nice yeah, and even if you hated him, I'd still go, I, Exactly, I, exactly. Mate, I've same got same, no, I've got same no situation here. Yeah, mate, I mean, 12 out of 10 would go, fuck Tommy's cunt. <laughs> exactly. I think that's the difference. Like, the majority of people who hear my name think, fuck Tom Bradbury. No, I don't think so, man. No? No. I'm very happy to hear that. But I, uh, like, my Crawley link was mm. crazy man so i tattooed uh sam hennessy do you know sam hennessy yeah so he used to skate around crawley yeah, no, shit, yeah? so i he used to have a clothing company very weak called t secrets right okay we're just gonna drink some beer right now hang on <laughs> doing a beer shot yeah literally go uh, so Sam Hennessy had a company called Two Secrets, right? Yeah, I remember. And that was like 12 years ago. Yeah. And I ordered a t-shirt because I used to be into like independent brands. I, yeah. lo I loved like just supporting independent. I can imagine. Whatever. So I ordered a t-shirt and it was like fucking four weeks. And I messaged Sam and was just like, hey, what? Well, I messaged the company. That was a company. Obviously, it was just a fucking like 18 year old guy at the time. And he's like, oh, yeah, like, I'll send you this for free. Sent me a free T-shirt. I'm like, oh, if you ever want tattoos, man, just, like, hit me up. And did I you tattooed. Did you, did, you ha did you tattoo Sam Hennessy? Yeah, loads. Yeah, I saw like, it. very, very early when I was not good at tattooing. Yeah. So Sam Hennessy, if you listen to this, man, he's a, good, a very good friend of mine, man. I love the fucking guy. But he lives in Italy now, so it's like. Really? Yeah, man. He lives in fucking Italy. So it's okay. like. I um I love I love the guy, but without him, so through him I met like Sam Rigdon from Fathoms. I love Sam Rigdon. Sam, who I doesn't escape him? Who doesn't love Sam Rigdon? I love Sam so uh, much. Dave Truant. Dave Truant. Yeah. See, this is the thing. Yeah, all the Crawley lot. Yeah, I can yeah. mention just the names, and now yeah. be like, yeah, I know that fucking guy. Yeah, they're all my kind of people, man. So Louis Lopez or fucking so the drummer from Fathoms. So Louis Lopez. Yeah. So Sam, you know Sam. 
uh, Rigdon's old band, um, Fathoms, yeah, that were like yeah, huge. So Louis is a well, ex-drummer. Wait, he Louis now in... he works in my shop now. He's the guy that I opened my new studio with. Wait, what's his what's his like at name? Uh, Louis Lopez Tattoos. Oh, uh, give me two minutes. I'm gonna go pee pee. Okay, let me pause this. But there's a big Crawley link. No Yo, idea. We're back, but we just had like a half an hour break and I actually pissed my fucking trousers. <laughs> Literally, I've just, I've had to change my fucking trousers because I opened a message from my girlfriend and was watching a video and my dick was out and I just pissed myself. Tom's just come back from chain smoking. I've smoked three cigarettes today. Mm, well, you've had two in the past like four minutes. That's not true. That's a lie. It's not. That's a lie. Okay. Six minutes. But he's just said, oh, I just had a social interaction. Yeah, fuck all Crawley. Anyway, that's half an hour ago now. Fuck Crawley. I don't care who tattooed who. Um, You just said to me, I wanted to have a social interaction. So when I was outside having a fag, I said, hey, what's up to someone here? To me, when I moved to Brighton, because I was used to living in East London. Yeah. I had someone say, hey, what's up to me? Mm. And I thought, I'm getting robbed. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, mate, where I lived, if someone said, hey, man, what's up? I'd be like, oh, shit, i got to hide the jewels, man. Like, i got to put this, i got to put the fucking, i got to, i got to hide. Run the, the fuck away. i got to hide the wallet. So. <laughs> I, I'm hoping the person I spoke to just like moments ago, I was like, just sitting on a step, having a cigarette. And the random dude walked by. I was like, hey, man, how are you? And they were like, yo, man, I'm good. How are you? I was like, yeah, good day, dude. He's probably just texted his wife saying, I almost got robbed. Yeah, I either I almost <laughs> got robbed or I've just seen this dude that thought he knew me that I might know that I don't know. It's like, man, I get into these situations all the fucking time. If I'm out in bars and shit in town, when obviously I haven't been out in a bar in a fucking year, but I get people come up to me and go, oh, hey, man. And I like immediately, I've got like scan their arms or scan their fucking legs and be like, have I tattooed this guy? <laughs> because if, like, say, for example, I walk past this house and you were outside having a fag and I was like, and you said, hey, man, what's up? I'd be like, do I know this cunt? <laughs> Either this guy's crazy or I'm getting robbed <laughs> or I've tattooed them. Yep. There's no, there's no in between, but I feel like we're both at a point where we need dinner. <laughs> Let's order. Um, what is that vegan kebab place? What's the pitta? No, I got that yesterday, man. It made me fucking, okay. I, I had diarrhea in the night. I'm not going to lie. In fact, no, I didn't have diarrhea. You know what, man? I got the feeling that I was going to shit my fucking jaws. And I didn't. So I'm down for what the pit. Okay, so wee woo? Ooey. Wee woo. Wee woo. Wee woo. Also known as ooey, which is great. Ooey. Okay. I'm fully open to having the vegan option of ooey. There's only, it's only vegan. Yeah. All good. I'm, ha- I'm happy for that. I feel like you're only happy for that because you've been chain smoking meth since 6pm. No meth involved. No meth. Okay, so what was that crystal that you were crushing into your cigarette? That was MDMA. Oh, okay, okay. I'd just like to point out for the sake of the podcast that Tom didn't smoke MDMA. <laughs> he put it in directly into his eyeballs. It was yeah. different. <laughs> I, 
I gummed it into my eyeballs. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. He, he, he initially put it on his finger, rubbed it in his gums, and then put the residue from his fingers. Into my eyeballs, like, yes. like, like he was putting on a contact lens of, yes. of ecstasy. This is not uh, a joke. This is no, what this is actually happened. Yeah. Everything else that we've spoken about was a was, pure joke. Was a joke. Yes. Like, but this is the factual information. I love I rubbed queen. MDMA into my eyes. Yeah, this is it. He's got a contact lens right now. I'm looking at him. Mm-hmm. His eye, his his eyes are just pure black. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. But let's get some fucking food, man. Okay. This has been. This is like <laughs> I could talk to you all night. Don't get me wrong. Yes. I love you, and I love talking to you. At and some love... point, this podcast needs to end. Yeah, I mean, this is the longest podcast I've put out. I've got a longer one, but I can't put out with Isadora because. She was a disgrace. Disgrace. Can I prefix the end of this podcast with the notion that I feel no animosity towards women in case anyone has the hypothetical notion that I feel any sort of way about the idea that we should be teaching men not to rape. But this this is why I... Well, this isn't why I've wanted to have you on. Mm. I've wanted to have you on for a long while because yes. I know that you you can speak sensical about any situation, whether it's negative or positive. Mm. But the point is, it's like, as much as to me, you don't have to fucking preface the end of mm. this podcast. Mm. It's like, obviously, but I don't even think it is obvious. I think if people saw your TikTok mm. or whatever... They're not going to think. Most people, I'd say 99% of logical thinking people aren't going to think this guy hates women or this guy fucking... I would fucking, like to hope so. Yeah, because you are you're, you are very articulate with what you say and it's mm. not it's not an argument against anything and it's not an argument for anything. You just speak a logical... Like, like almost as if you had completely detracted yourself from a situation and you were looking down on two people arguing. Mm. You just are like the middleman that's going to go, look, you got a point, you got a point. But I would also like to preface. <laughs> Bear in mind, I would this. like to hope that people would view my position on these kinds of things as you just portrayed. I would love people to view me like that. But it is the case that some people view me as some women-hating Nazi that just has some sort of prejudice against certain demographics, women's, w- women, uh, races, sexes, all these kind of things. I have no prejudice against kind of people. I want to live in a world in which these kinds of arbitrary differences between, between human beings are irrelevant that's what i want wait so obviously i agree with you but in the Mm. same sense why earlier did you say that you hate mexican men (laughs) (laughs) okay william is lying i'm joking through his teeth on that note mexicans i love you i love you i love you burritos i love mexican food more than anything should we get a burrito right now we'll get a burrito right now let's get burrito we'll love burritos well anyway uh, if you've actually made it somehow to the end of this fucking podcast, a round of applause, congratulations, because it's fucking two and a half hours long. 
and it's basically just been me and Tom drinking beers and Jager bombs uh-huh. and chatting absolute shit. But also, as much as I'm sure you were expecting, ha ha ha, shit jokes, Will's mum shit himself. I feel like we've had actually quite an intellectual. Yes, I agree. A very fruitful conversation, and yeah. and yeah, it's been we've covered we've covered all bases. I would like to hope, at the very least, that my position on things from the perspective of most Crawley people, Brighton people, would see me in a different light than someone who's just purely going against the feminist narrative. I want the same things that, let's say, feminists do. I don't want people to be viewing women or black people or any other race or ethnicity or sexuality as lesser no, of course. I want those people to be viewed in a positive light. But can that's we, all I want. But can we just say that you just you just rounded up people from an area by going crawly people, crawly racist, people are disgusting. <laughs> yeah, but either way, yeah. Uh, no, thanks for coming on, though, man. Thank you. Like, William. I'm sure. I've... Like, I'm sure we'll do another one at some point as well. I will greatly appreciate it. And even if it's not recorded, yeah. basically every fucking time I see you is a podcast. Yeah. It's me and you. This is just an honest conversation between two men. Yeah. <laughs> I, I appreciate the privilege of being on a podcast with dear William to express my point of view on things which I think is oriented towards truth and I want the betterment of humanity as a consequence of the things I Okay. I don't want polarization between groups. I want people to be homogenous in their belief systems and people to have the idea that good faith conversations will prevail. That's all I want. So basically you're asking to get unbanned from TikTok. <laughs> Please. TikTok, China. Please. This, this whole two and a half hours has been based purely at whoever invented TikTok. We hope you hear it. Please. Based off my probably 2,000 listeners, that's completely irrelevant. But somebody, if you know the guy that made TikTok, forward this and just go, if you've got a spare fucking half a day, please listen to these two guys chatting shit and doing Jager bombs so that the guy at the end can go, can I get my TikTok account back, please? Either way, I'm going to start a new TikTok called Jordan... Um, what's the the character which is like a down slash like an what? underscore oh yeah 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 an underscore. Like jordan underscore masuccio please follow that for concise logical conversations this is the thing about the political climate yeah everything you, you may hate him you may love him uh personally i rate him if you disagree know that that it's like not even that everything's got to be taken with a grain of salt. I just say that it's like you're not one way or the other. You're very you're you're you take into consideration both mm. sides, especially the the sides that people are arguing for. You take that and turn it into what I feel is logical. So if you wanna, if you wanna, what's your Instagram? That's mainly your TikToks. TJ underscore Masuccio. TJ underscore Masuccio. We'll, we'll um, at that in the bio of this yeah, podcast. Which is fucking M-A-S-U-C-C-I-O. 
uh, give him a follow, man. And like, whether you fucking hate him or love him, I don't give a fuck because I love him. <laughs> Thank you, William. So thanks for coming on, man. Let's get some food. Let's get some burritos. Let me say one thing before we yeah, go on. My TikTok got banned. And I think that's partly a consequence of me speaking in a way that perpetuates the idea that I'm kind of angry about these situations where I'm kind of not. I'm not really angry. I just see these situations as a very obvious logical faux pas that people are committing. I just want people to see these situations in a clear and unfallacious light in which people can address these situations to have a good understanding of what's happening within society. Can I just jump in and say that unfallacious just reminds me of not getting a blowjob. <laughs> I don't expect any blowjobs from this position I'm taking, though... Well, it's only ten past eight. You never know, man. I would accept any blowjobs that are being provided. There so, you go. Thank so you very much. So, basically, if you follow his Instagram and you're, you're male, female, black, trans, the Queen, Prince Philip, anyone that wants to possibly fillate Tom... Just DM him. I will be accepting of all blowjobs. All blowjobs. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>